Welcome back to another amazing episode of Edmonton's favorite podcast, the Long and Hard Podcast. Undisputed number one. <laughs> Don't look into the stats. <laughs> Long and hard. Don't go look at our listens. This week we have local serial entrepreneur, not serial killer, serial entrepreneur, <laughs> Sean Chai. Yeah, uh, really, really fun conversation. Happy to have him on here. Uh, Sean is the founder of, co-founder of Mealcraft, which is an awesome meal delivery company, and then uh, working on another startup called, Wo- Wo- I almost called it the wrong thing, Woofly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you almost say Woofly? <laughs> yeah, Woofly, which will be a dog food delivery service, so uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, a lot of fun, talked about his ventures. And then in true fashion, we talked about... Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. Yeah. Random stuff. Yeah. Life. Stuff that, I mean, he did Being to start, yeah, yeah, getting, getting into getting the entrepreneur started. section. Yeah. 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 And it is sober October, friends. A it very is. long and hard October. Yeah. And to help get you through it, we have an exclusive offer for long and hard listeners. Oh, baby. Long and hard listeners can get 25% off their first order with Mulecraft. Oh, my Lord. So, I think I'll be uh, using that all month long because this month has already been two days and it's very difficult so far it is pretty bad (laughs) and if you're like me you end up eating mcdonald's 97 percent of the time just kidding (laughs) (laughs) so uh mulecraft uh you know they're they deliver uh well deliver or pick up super fresh meals very fresh meals Cooked and by Sean himself. Well, not actually by Sean himself. With, but. Made with love from Sean. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Mealcraft is a, your meal delivery service uh, or pickup in Edmonton. It's affordable, healthy, never frozen meals right to your doorstep. You're busy, and Mealcraft understands that. So getting in three good meals a day is hard enough, let alone healthy ones. Like I just said, McDonald's, Wendy's, it's out there, makes you fat. <laughs> Mealcraft uh, doesn't. Mealcraft immediately makes you yoked yeah immediately yoked results guaranteed <laughs> call sean if you don't have results <laughs> so uh whatever lifestyle you have mealcraft has the meals to fuel you get you through your day uh flexible packages you can do subscription bases you can do one-time bundles they have 5 10 and 15 entree bundles uh so yeah and extremely delicious food i have used it before before we even met sean or anything it's a really awesome product so you can vouch for it can vouch for it uh they just dropped like i think like 10 new menu items or something like that so go check that out nice and again long and hard listeners can get 25 percent off their first order with promo code long and hard 25 that's l-o-n-g-n hard 25 all one word so go get 25% off your first order of Mealcraft and get yourself through this very long and hard October. Long and hard, 25. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a long time. I've been waiting, I've been waiting for a long time. Such a long time I've been waiting, I've been waiting for a long time Such a long time Ooh, ooh this shit bliss, I'm so rich Abs like Abercrombie Fitch Millie on my 
you guys do like a sound test or? No. Cool. Runs off of it. It's almost like we know what we're doing. Like <laughs> 30 episodes in. Yeah. <laughs> this will be episode. This is episode 30. This will 31. be episode 31. Wow. Yeah. 31. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to set up on time, but I did have to go to the grocery <laughs> store before this. Oh, no. <laughs> this is, this is, so, get dinner yeah. ready or what? You should have bought Mealcraft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens oh, when you don't man. order from us. My you know? schedule's so jammed, but I need a healthy, clean <laughs> meal. That was like a minute in. That's pretty good, man. <laughs> Can anyone help me? <laughs> what, are you, uh, what are you making for dinner? Uh, tonight, actually, I'm not. I had to go get other shit at the grocery store, so not cooking dinner. Oh, okay. Tonight, okay, so, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be going, and that's exactly it. Like, look at my day. I'm like, well, I'm like, okay, I'll probably go to Freshie for dinner, which yeah, is like kind of the same The thing. best. I right? go to so Freshie all good. the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean you don't eat meal crap? Yeah, we got to cut that out. <laughs> we'll edit that. <laughs> Honestly, it's funny because a lot of my friends, they're like, because I, I love food. And I always complain like, oh, man, I'm so fucking hungry. Mm, yeah. And they're like, dude, you like you run a fucking meal prep company. Like, right. why don't you have food? at your at house the all the time yeah but it's the same thing like if you work at a restaurant too because i work at joey part-time mm-hmm. um people always talk about like oh man like don't you eat the food there it's like when you work in an environment you, you don't see it as food great. anymore yeah. you see it as a product that right. needs to go out yeah so uh yeah i mean i love don't get me wrong i love meal craft meal craft's the best but uh <laughs> it's nice to have a change you know and freshies freshies great stuff yeah i mean they're uh, crispy mashed potatoes at joey those got me going, so Pretty good. yeah, I don't, I don't think I've had one in like years, just because. So <laughs> well, no, Probably, I just yeah. know like how fucking bad they are for you. Uh, oh, yeah. and that. Yeah, but well, they it's are not good. Like I eat them every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not. Yeah, <laughs> moderation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two times so. a week at least. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That's awesome. Yeah, so, that's when cool. did you get into like the the chef and gig? I'll call it. Mm, funny. Yeah, I'm not a chef at all. So yeah, it's. Mm, I don't think I'm a chef, but obviously when I cook for my friends, they think it's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. You can just feed them rice, white rice with chicken, and they'll be like, wow, this is the best meal I've ever had. <laughs> it's like, dude, yeah. it's just literally, it's like, what did you season the chicken with? It's amazing. It's like salt and pepper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's funny because like now after doing meal craft and working in the industry for a long time, like 12 plus years, mm-hmm. um, you realize like to you, you think like cooking is pretty basic stuff. Sure because you're around it all the time right and it's not it's a lot of people don't know how to cook they don't know how to cook rice they don't know how Mm -hmm. to take a raw piece of chicken and cook it you know so uh i got into it like when i was 14 i worked my first job was at sorrentino's i was a bus boy nice um it's pretty awesome just in the west end so a lot of good guy a lot of good people worked there i love that place yeah Yeah, it was a it was a good era a lot of younger people um yeah, from there I hated my life and I was like, I don't want to bus anymore. Mm-hmm. It's uh, my manager who was like, well, why don't you try making pizzas? And I was just like, I'm sure like a lot of people are like that too, like cooking for someone else. It's like, oh fuck, like I can't do that. Sure. Like you want me to make a meal for someone yep. and they're going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. It just seems so mind blowing at the time. So I was like, oh, I don't think I can make a pizza, but I'll try. So uh, next thing you know, I was making pizzas. 
I was that little Asian kid in an Italian restaurant. I had like my own mini chef bar. And you know, you would get all these like, you know, regulars, older people coming in being like, oh, what part of Italy are you from? You don't look Italian. Just like the corniest jokes. And I'm just like, and you know, you have to go along with it. You're like, yeah, huh, yeah. Huh, yeah I'm, I'm actually not Italian. I'm Chinese. Whoa. So, um, yeah, I did. Uh, I made pizzas for a couple years. Um, it's pretty cool. And that kind of just started my cooking journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, worked at the Brick a little bit in high school. Funny story with that. I actually uh, was uh, affiliated with stealing TVs, not knowingly. So my good friend at the time was, uh, we went to high school together and he worked with me in the back of house. Like we did merchandise. Sure. So we would. Um, any products like TVs, couches, people that bought them, we would be the guys that would bring them up and get them all scanned. And then they'd be shipped out through like the loading dock and things like that. Mm-hmm. Also like building furniture and things like that. Right. Um, so my friend was like actually stealing TVs and uh, furniture uh-oh. and I didn't, I had no idea. And hmm. um, he didn't tell me, which was smart of him because yeah, he yeah. kept his, uh, you know, his side hustle very low. Yeah. Um, but people were people in the store being like, yeah, someone's stealing from us. Um, oh, no. We don't know who it is. So keep your eyes out guys. And you know, me, innocent Sean, I was just like, yeah, yeah. Like, Oh, that's terrible. Like, I wonder who would do that. That's awful. <laughs> then my friend, you know, he's like, Oh man, I bet you it's this guy. I bet you it's this guy. Yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah. It could be like, it could be Richard. It could be someone else. <laughs> so, um, I remember. So I was, I think 16 at the time. I remember, I still remember the day, you know, I was almost off work. I was talking to this girl that I had like a big crush on, you know, we were going to hang out. I was super excited to get off work. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, um, one of the guys was like, Hey, Sean, can you just come sirs uh, with me before you get off? And I was like, yeah, no problem. I think his name was Dean. Really nice guy. One of the managers yep. uh, brings me to this room. It was literally like a good cop, bad cop scenario. Mm-hmm. Like in the movies, I didn't yeah, realize yeah, like yeah. that's a thing, but definitely is. So they sat me down. They're like, look, we uh we have you on camera stealing tvs and i'm just like my heart just dropped i was just like what like no 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 it can't be me like yeah and i I was like super young super dumb obviously as a 16 year old i was freaking out i was like crying i was like oh my god and they're like saying like you're not gonna go to university now and like you know feeding me all this bs and i was just like oh my dad's gonna kill me (laughs) asian parents you know but (laughs) next thing you know they're telling me like yeah, we caught you on camera. You're uh, helping um, your friend unload these stolen TVs in th- into Shit. the truck. Yeah. So he had, like, my friend had this whole thing very elaborate. Yeah, like, yeah this it was, was a, a very scheme. elaborate like, system. Like he, he was doing with his cousins. <laughs> yeah, like he had. A... Was he also 16? Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> was 16 too. <laughs> so I mean, like, good for him. Yeah. Big balls for him at a six, like at 16. Yeah. yeah. Even like today, I was just like, holy fuck, like. That guy's got some balls, but uh, <laughs> I would uh, I would help load it into a van, which were his cousins, and I had no idea they were his oh, cousins. Oh, you thought it was just the delivery van, or yeah, whatever. I thought no, I thought they were just customers. Okay. Oh, so, okay, like, okay. So how it works is usually you have two guys in merchandise. One guy does all the paperwork, seeing like everything that the customers bring up. The receipts are legit, yep. and then the other guy helps uh, the customer load it into his truck. So I was loading things into the truck because you know my friend was like, yeah, everything's good, legit. And little did I know, this is cousin. They were just stealing TVs and like a bunch and of other stuff. Did he have like kind of receipts and stuff to uh, make it? Well, sort I was of a 16 year old too at the time. Yeah. So 
I didn't, I wasn't looking at it being like, hey, let me get a double look on that. You know, I just right. kind of went by his word. Like, if you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, he's doing the computer, he's doing the systems, it's, right, if right, things right. add up, then, yeah. um, sure. So, and like, you can't expect like a 16 year old kid to like be on top of that, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, yeah, so I was calling camera saying TVs, and then the guy was like saying, yeah, your friend is part of it too. And I was just like, so confused because it just hit me out of nowhere yeah and next thing you know we're just talking for like hours i'm just like bawling my eyes out being like oh my god my life is over right and then you had a good cop and a bad cop um being like um no i think it was one guy but he's playing like a good side and a bad side (laughs) literally (laughs) bipolar yeah (laughs) going bipolar on shift switch side of the table he sits on or whatever but he's pretty much saying like oh you're not going to go to university um you're going to go to jail all this like bs stuff now as adults Mm -hmm. we're just like sure it's not that's not how it works yeah at the end of it he told me that my friend was telling them that i knew about it and i was a part of it and i just knew it from day one so that made me upset and i was just like oh i'll tell you everything about said friend yeah so and then i'm just spelling on this like you know you write like those testimonials or a yeah a crime report and i wrote like five pages about like just bullet just on just so unnecessary stuff yeah and uh yeah long story short my friend actually never routed me out yeah the cops were just telling me was, that he uh, was so i could dilemma i believe yeah okay exactly yeah. so yeah. he was telling he was telling me that you know my friend said i was part of it and to get me to say anything about my friend yeah which worked on me because i'm an idiot and i was just young yeah. and just yep. afraid yeah and um so our friendship was kind of done after that maybe <laughs> yeah 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 but i think we like met up a year later and he just wanted because i like i was telling everyone like oh man this guy like put me a part of his scheme and then he told the cops on me he's like he's not a good friend he was like yeah. one of my closest friends yeah and then he showed me he like he met up with me he's like dude like i have these lawyer papers like here are the legit lawyer papers saying that i said that you had nothing to do with it yeah um those cops are just playing us and then i'm just like oh man like i'm an idiot yeah mm-hmm. but um it was a good lesson like yeah no kidding a good lesson so to what happened to him honestly he was a. Uh, he was saying the wildest things. He was saying that he had a pregnant girlfriend. That's why he was stealing the money to okay. like, pay for it. Sure. All this like BS stuff. But I think he got away. Uh, he was okay. After. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. That's, yeah, an, well, that's an elaborate. Yeah. <laughs> like that's like yeah. That's yeah. next level for crime. I think, yeah. Web. <laughs> I think his lawyer like got everything taken care of, so he had a lot of lawyer wow. fees to pay. But yeah. I think he made a lot of money from doing that. Holy smokes. So, hmm. I think he told me, like, at the end of it, he still netted positive after the whole thing. <laughs> Holy so, fuck. <laughs> and I didn't clue in, too, because weeks, weeks before, we go to, like, the food court after high school, and he would just have wads of cash. And he'd be like, oh, I got you. Don't worry. And I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, how are you so <laughs> it's like, you're inadvertently helping yeah. to... <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. So now you're a little bit more on top of things. Yeah. Right? So fast forward. So I had a job at the brick. Didn't work out too well. They yeah. had to let me go, unfortunately, at the end. Right. But uh, no hard feelings. And then I worked at Joey for, uh, I started my job at Joey working in the back of house, making, um, cooking appetizers, dropping hot wings into the fryer. Right. Nice, you know, pretty nice. mundane stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fast forward. I worked there for four years. I kind of worked all the lines. I did grill. Um, I worked forno, I did desserts, just kind of like every station at Joey. Um, told myself I didn't want to do it anymore because I realized 
how much more money servers and bartenders made. And I'm just like, why am I sweating my ass off in the back mm -hmm. when I could do that stuff? Um, so I worked at a different location downtown at Joey. I worked at Joey Jasper. Um, good friend Matt Lupel actually uh, uh, hired me for that position. And I worked as a server, a shift leader. And yeah, just been grinding with the Joey family ever since. I worked at local uh, South Common, local Sherwood Park. Um, now are those I'm at companies Joey. related? Yeah, they are. So they oh, used really? to be sister companies. So Joey, Joey Restaurant Group, they uh, they have Joey, obviously, and then they mm -hmm. have local, and then they have, uh, fuck, what's that other, Salt Lick? Okay. Um, there's one in Bath, I think. What's it called? Salt Lick. Yeah. Oh, I've never, I've never been there. But yeah, I think it's it. called Salt Lick. Yeah. Don't quote me on it, but yeah. it's like a um, steakhouse. Cool. Hmm. Mm -hmm. But now Joey and local are separate, but they are still part of the same group. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. So did you ever end up actually going to school or? Yeah. So, okay. So during this whole time I was in school. So oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. Most yeah, of these cool. jobs were, I've never, yeah. I've never worked full time at Joey. Yeah. Like I've been there for 11 and a half years on and off. Yeah. Um, Which is unheard of in the restaurant yeah. world. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was always me like, oh, fuck this job. I hate working here. And I quit. And then a couple months later being like, oh man, it's so easy to go back. And like, yeah. I know everything. Yeah. The friends are great. Like I've met so many people of like mm -hmm. past relationships, like yeah. great mm -hmm. friends. Everyone has kind of stemmed from Joey. Right. So I was like, would it make sense not to go back? So Joey is like that person where it's kind of like your mom, you know, like if you get mad at your mom and then, you know, you get upset, <laughs> I hate you, you know, mom. <laughs> yeah. you know she'll for, always be there yeah, for you. I'm running away yeah. from home. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Joey funny. was always there for me and I'm yeah. still there part-time, like yeah, yeah. once or twice a week, right. just at the Bell Tower location. So nice. did you ever have kind of side ventures or entrepreneurial yeah, little I hustles did. and stuff or was Mealcraft just the first all thing. in the first one? Um, it's kind of funny. So I always, uh, I always had, I think of an entrepreneurial mindset growing up, mm -hmm. um, when I worked at the Brick, we had a bunch of these Hershey chocolate bars. Um, I think my friend stole it from like the Silver City uh, theater at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like because you know you take those uh, routes like inside the mall where like those like oh yeah kinda, like no, secret I, routes. I, I yeah. worked at the mall for a long yeah, time, so, so I know I know those. I yeah. think I think someone left like five cases of Hershey chocolate bars that were supposed to go to the movie theater, and he just stuck just them. Just sitting there. And he was like, oh, look what I found. And I was just like, oh, that's pretty awesome. Finders keepers. And yeah. then I was like, man, like we should sell these. Like We should sell them and try and make some money off of them. Sure. And um, so I remember in high school, I was selling them to kids. I would have a locker full of chocolate bars. Oh, and um, <laughs> I would awesome. be, I would tell them like, hey, like I have these Hershey bars, like way cheaper than you can get at the vending machines. Right. Um, yeah. Like you did, all sell you for a dollar. Did uh, did your high school have like a calf cafeteria? Yeah, where they actually sold stuff. They did. Yeah, <laughs> and you're <laughs> so like Hilda to, the cafeteria. Yeah, lady. I was like, trying, like, you know, hey, I hear you've been undercutting me. <laughs> <laughs> Kids coming up to us need those chocolate bars, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. So uh, yeah, I went to Jasper Place, so they had a really big cafeteria. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I would always like I just tell friends, and they would tell friends, and I'd be like, you know, dealing chocolate bars in high school. Nice. But uh, also, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, in university, um, I went to economics, but kind of during summer, I uh, detailed cars. Okay. So my dad had a place in Terwilliger where he moved to Vancouver, but he still had a house there. So mm -hmm. I was just like, you know what? I'll just, I'll use that house to detail my car. Um, it was a lot. I had a lot more room there uh, versus detailing at like my mom's house. Yep. So, and then I was thinking like, oh man, I should... 
I heard about people who were detailing cars. I think it was Gabby. My, you know Gabby, Gabby L'Oreal. Yes. Yeah, yeah so no, he yeah. was big into cars. He worked at Volkswagen dealership. Yeah. And uh, I think he was detailing cars, and he was saying, I think he was telling me some of his friends just sit on the side, and they are just making bank. Like, people would, you could wax one's guy's, a guy's car for 200 bucks, and it would take you, like, 30 minutes. Right. And I was just like, wow, like, I should do that. Hmm. Like, why am I not doing that? Yeah. So, um uh, I bought a bunch of like detailing supplies from Auto Obsessed. Actually, I started at like Canadian Tire and then I made my way to like Auto Obsessed, which they had like a lot of good stuff. I was actually just here. I was there like just before here picking up some stuff, okay. but hmm. um, tested it on my car. So learned how to polish cars, learned how to wax, learned how to clay bar, just do the whole like detailing thing. Yep. Um, I remember I like burnt the paint off of my car when I tried polishing it because <laughs> you know, it's the orbiter is like super fast. Oh, right, 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 right. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you have like a foam pad on it. And so the foam pad is what you polish it with. Yeah. But I was trying to get into the, like these nooks and crannies. So I like, I used the orbiter and I angled it too, uh, like too much. And then the, <laughs> like the rubber part like went on the paint okay. and then it, just like burnt the paint Turned right it off into a grinder like, just like that and i was just like holy fuck like <laughs> that was a learning experience and then i didn't burn any paint after that nice yeah <laughs> so did you do it kind of like mobily like you'd go to people's houses or no you'd actually, it was funny come in it was so funny people would just come to my dad's house and really? drop their car off there so what's That's the nicest funny. car you detailed uh detailed you know a couple porsches uh a couple amgs yeah um nothing too crazy like i don't think i detailed a lamborghini or ferrari okay. i don't think no one trusts because i was like a little kid like right, yeah. still like little shit of a kid and they knew like this isn't a legit company i mean sure. you're doing yeah, it yeah, out yeah. of your it's dad's gar- garage, garage <laughs> yeah house. sure fair enough yeah <laughs> <laughs> i remember this guy he had like a c63 amg he was a lawyer and he was just like uh you know i try to be professional as, as professional as i can right mm-hmm. um some people are asking me for invoices, and at the time, I'm like, what the fuck is an invoice? Like, <laughs> I, I had, like, Google, what's an invoice? How to print off a legitimate invoice? <laughs> so I would, like, print something, like, a template off online and be like, oh, here's your invoice. Like, yeah. invoice number 0001. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I still do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then you had some guys who knew, like, this lawyer. He was like, look, man, I know you're not, like, a legitimate company. Yeah. Um, from what you post on Facebook and your website it looks like you do some pretty good work mm-hmm. if you just detail my car for like a couple hundred bucks like it's all good i'm just like oh yeah totally for sure like i'll yeah. do it yeah. um you don't have to worry about it just like drop your car off here and um yeah it was pretty good and then my friend jerry helped me with it um for a little bit but kind of stopped after because mm-hmm. i kept using my dad's hose and in the winter time it would the water in between like the hose and the pipe it would freeze yeah yep no one's really staying at the house a lot, so... Oh, oh so it eventually leak. Yeah, stuff. so yeah. the uh, whole basement got flooded Oops. because... Because it didn't oh. clear out the line and it Well, it's, it's like, or... impossible to clear out the line because it's, like, the faucet, right? And then yeah. in between the faucet and the pipe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. it's just condensation that sits there, right. and then mm-hmm. it freezes. And then I think it's one of those things where if you're not living in a house, um, you, you can't see the warnings, and it just... If no one's there all of winter, yeah. if something like a small minor thing that happens, that can be easily fixed. Builds up. It just builds up. So uh, the pipes bursted, um, the basement uh, flooded in a room. Uh, no one knew about it because no one stayed in there. And then there was like mold, asbestos was growing, and then the whole place had to be like biohazard contaminated. Oh boy. 
Um, but I don't think my dad knew it was directly because of me. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, you're detailing cars, and because of you detailing cars, this is what happened. Right. It was more like, oh, fuck, no one's ever living in the house. There's so many problems in this goddamn house. If someone was living there, someone realized... He just thought like, oh, it's winter, it's super cold, the pipes burst. Sure, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was because of me. So, um, oh, you could be wrong. Could be, yeah, could be. I could, could be wrong. Could be fifty-fifty. Who yeah, knows, right? so yeah, exactly. yeah. I did a lot of damage to that house uh, when I was growing up, <laughs> but it sold now. It sold yeah. off to some people, someone so, else. No <laughs> more, so. no more parties yeah. or anything there. Yeah, so. that's funny. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> so, any was there anything else or was that kind of just your first yeah I just like for a if you will pretty much and then my current partner now with woofley our dog food company that we're launching um he had a lot of ventures growing up he would do gutter cleaning yep. um, yeah um picking up dog shit yeah just a lot of the stuff that no one wants to do i kind of helped him in a bunch of that stuff too um uh, but yeah pretty much meal craft was my first legitimate venture mm-hmm. and first time kind of doing it legitimate and like actually creating an incorporation and getting a and business license yeah. and a permit and things like that yeah. versus just saying like oh i'm a business and it's like no you're not a <laughs> yeah, business. yeah you have a website yeah. you're a business <laughs> yeah you have a facebook page yeah yeah well we know all about that oh, one yeah. so yeah. we've been down that road a few times so <laughs> it's uh they're great learning experiences though you gotta like you have to do that when you start a business oh certainly especially when you have no experience in a business period right um how else are you going to learn except by getting you know your feet wet and diving right into it yeah almost definitely we're yeah. all about that too yeah, so. mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah you want to yeah I was gonna is say. it move, uh, I, you need a little like bit closer too closer yeah, yeah you're perfect there <laughs> okay that's good or you can move it to you yeah. so you don't have to sit like weird <laughs> but uh here we go yeah so for you because i am i'm a, oh man like my kind of semi-entrepreneurial brain just goes crazy for this sort of stuff where when i see another company doing something i want to know the details because i sort of know the other side for sure so for like food handling and stuff Mm because i know you guys have a kitchen or whatever you use i'm sure there's permits on that side of things yeah how does it work for selling consumables like fresh food yeah absolutely like how does so everything gets run through alberta health services hs right so when you go into a commercial kitchen whether it's your commercial kitchen whether you're leasing from it Um, anything like that, it needs to be inspected by AHS. Sure. So it's, it's a guy that comes in, he makes sure, you know, the zoning is proper. Like, is this place in a proper zoning where you are allowed to cook commercial food? Yeah. Are the, are the ceilings, uh, covered? Like, are there, like the ceilings have to be closed off. They can't just be like wooden beams, like some places do. Mm-hmm. Cause you have the chances of, you know, uh, wooden shards falling down. Okay. So it has to be like a covered ceiling. Um, usually like drywall or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, uh, the walls have to be drywalled. The floor has to be, it has to be concrete. I'm pretty sure. And it has to be painted over with a color that is visible. So most people do white. Um, some people do bright orange. It has to be, um, so you can easily see stuff on the ground. Okay. And then just like basic stuff, like your, your dishwasher, your, um, your washroom, like sanitation, things like that. They all have to be inspected by HS. And once he gives a, you know, he checks everything off and then he gives a, okay, everything is up to standard. Then you um, get your food handling permit license. And then you just have to show it um, when you cook. And if you're a retail store, like that's a big thing. Like you, I'm sure you've seen restaurants and like fast food places. They, they have, have like on the front. All their certificates. Cause yeah. like legally you have to show that, you know, right, you're right, certified. Right, right. Yeah. 
but uh, it's a little bit different with us. Like we we have to show it too, but no one comes into it because we're a production facility. Yeah. You don't have customers walking in. So do you rent a space to do this? Or? Yeah. So we're leasing a space um, south of Edmonton. So okay. it's a commercial kitchen. Yeah. And um, it's uh, yeah, it's been great. We've been leasing it for for I think two years now. Right. It's the best kitchen we've been in. Um, we when we started, there were a lot of uh, funny stories of where we cooked out of. Some legitimate, some illegitimate places. <laughs> the but fire I mean, in my backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Like when you when you start with like like nothing, no customers, it's like it doesn't make sense to uh, take out a big commercial lease yeah. or whatever, right? So Definitely. we just made it. We actually cooked out a dirt bay cafe for a really long time. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, cool. The guys like Chet and Dan, they um, they run the place. I think it's just Chet now. Um, Dan runs like Rock Jungle West End, mm-hmm. but. Cool. Um, our chef Quentin, he was, uh, he knew the guys from, he knew those two, and then we, by him, we had an in with Derpe Cafe, so they let us cook there. They're great. Like that cafe is awesome. It's, it's so awesome seeing the growth they've had in these past couple of years. Mm-hmm. When you know maybe the first year it was just kind of like, oh fuck, like we're not getting much sales. Now they're just bumping. Like you have a lot of students all the uh, all the time. Yeah. There, it's yeah. a really good spot to study and just it's get a cool, work done. trendy spot. I've only been there one time, but yeah. Uh, well, also that, like, uh, you went to U of A, right? Yeah. Okay, because we went to McEwen, <clears throat> and not to be like back in my day, but back in my day, those were just <laughs> random weird commercial warehouses all yeah. north of McEwen there. Yeah. But now it's like kind of little trendy shops and yeah. stuff. It, yeah. It's very much changed a lot too, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you have. Um... Yeah, you have a lot of some other stuff there. there. I was walking around there the other day, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually." There's some coffee shops in there. There's some other stuff. You got to be careful though, because you're like a block away. You're you enter Chinatown, and then it's just like sketchy. Yeah, super sketchy people. Well, on the other side of the, you have your LRT there, and then on the other side, (laughs) not so nice. Totally. You ever been to Lee House in Chinatown? That is. I feel like I must have. It's a Korean barbecue place. Okay. Is it open like 24 like hours? Yeah. I've never been there. Oh, no. Is it kind of like an all happy almost? Or? Yeah, I don't know. They have like the barbecues in the middle of the oh, tables. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've definitely that. been to Korean barbecue, yeah, but I don't but think I've been to that one. Would recommend, even yeah. though it is in Sketchtown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know, uh, do you guys know Pagalak? Yes. Like yeah. Downtown in the cell side one. Um, oh, no. I'm, I'm thinking about La Pagode. There's one the, in the West they're, End. Yeah. They're, yeah. Uh, the families are related oh, or something really? like that. Okay, so gotcha. it's very similar menus. Yeah. But uh, Pagalak is in. Uh, Chinatown right on uh, I think that's 97th Street like okay. they face it sort of yeah. thing and we went my dad actually knew the guy who started it they used to work together nice. and we would always go there as kids and then but too young to understand where it was like when we were park it would be <laughs> Okay, kids, stay close. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore that guy talking to himself <laughs> there and stuff. Yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. The very first house I ever showed in my entire real estate career was 97th and whatever. Somehow. <laughs> and uh, the yeah. family that I showed it to, they're just like, why is there so many homeless people here? Um, you know, the neighborhood's up and coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, it's a true answer. Like, yeah. I mean, eventually, not... it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. many years? Nobody <laughs> knows. It's up and coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who knows on that one? So, but. Uh, That's yeah. funny. That's cool. So, yeah. And then. I guess that explains that's why those are your pickup locations or something or it just mm-hmm. kind of made sense. Yeah, so we so, use them yeah. as pickup locations. So uh, yeah, how does it work for, because when I get them and there's like the ice pack in it or yeah. whatever, is there like a certain amount of time you're allowed to store it like that? 
guess. Yeah, so like as long as again, highly technical questions, but I'm yeah. very curious. Like, about you're this. trailing me on the spot, man. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, yeah. you're gonna catch me with something that I'm not doing yeah. right. Like, oh, fuck. Pull up my mask. <laughs> yeah. I'm an a- the AHS inspector <laughs> yeah. guy. Uh-huh. Oh, like, unreal. Um, yeah. So yeah. like the boxes are insulated. We. Uh, oh okay. And they're insulated with the ice pack as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, typically, we don't want. We make sure that our customers get approval. Like we get approval for them if they want if they want it left out on their house, because you know with food right. we treat that like very um, carefully. We don't want yeah. food sitting out um, yeah. longer than you know it has to. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, like most of our customers will pick it up, and if they're like, oh, I'm just running like 30 minutes late, you can just leave it at the front door, and then we let our drivers know like, hey, they're going to be there in like 30 minutes. They gave us the okay go yeah, just to leave yeah, it there. Yeah. But if we don't hear from them and we're dropping something off and um, it's like summertime or even like you take, you know, the temperature into consideration mm-hmm. and we'll take it to our closest um, drop off. Uh, yeah, drop off location. Rather. Just let yeah. them know and be like, hey, like Thomas, like tried ringing you. Our drivers gave you a call. We're not home. Um, mm-hmm. We just put your stuff at like dirt bag. So just pick it up whenever. Sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I guess mm-hmm. winter is probably yeah. okay to winter yeah. kind of fine. But. It's it is fine, but their regulations like no matter how cold it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. It's like, you know, there's a lot of things you could be like, well, like realistically, like it's not a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but from like a technical Yeah, from Oh yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah HS. So. Yeah. It's, it's kind huh. of annoying sometimes, so. Yeah. Maybe one of your dogs from Woofly got into it or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Yeah. Okay. Uh should we take a 2 second break here? Sure. Sure. Yeah, it's it like is. a hobby or something. Oh no, 100% is overkill. But mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, it's. I mean, if you can afford a 10 grand computer, all the power to you, yeah. I suppose. But uh, I don't know. Even for two grand, you get quite substantial hardware that mm-hmm. you can really do a lot with. But um, the funniest part about that was I actually timed it perfectly because graphics cards were really expensive because of all the crypto stuff. Yeah, the mining and and I just got in under the wire. And then all of that stuff just took off. Cool. And then, yeah, now it's kind of died back down. But it's, uh, yeah, I saved probably $300 on that card because there people were just buying yeah. 20 of them and yeah, putting them into Yeah, it kind of crazy rigs. for a bit, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you even showed a house where some guy was doing a mining Oh, yeah, I remember showing a, uh, <laughs> I showed a condo. It was a downtown condo, too bad, yeah. right? And then uh, the couple I was showing it to were uh, older, right? So we opened this one room and there's just like this a so like the balcony doors open they have like 800 fans going because it was the summertime right (laughs) then um he just had like a huge freaking just rig and all this setup and i immediately could tell what it was like i couldn't tell you what the parts are but i know what it is i'm like (laughs) and they're obviously like what the hell is this (laughs) i'm like oh do you know what bitcoin is this is yeah that sort of mining operation yeah (laughs) it was it was hilarious because we even walk in and there's kind of like a sound in the background. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. And I open it and the dude literally had like, he actually had it set up well where it was like a rack on its side with the servers in cool. it or whatever. And then he had fans underneath yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And then I'm like, I hope this is a condo where your power is included in your condo. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. No kidding, man. Oh boy. Yeah. Everybody, but that would actually be kind of bright because that was the issue was for it. any... Uh, Years ago, it hit the cutoff point where any, uh, let's call it retail rig or at-home rig, mm-hmm. uh, the the power cost to pay off was no longer effective. Or oh, something gotcha. Like that, right? yeah. So, yeah, yeah, like you wouldn't make your money back because the power is too expensive. Yeah, so. I've never seen like 
Bitcoin being farmed in person. It's pretty. I or, mean, it's kind of cool to see, but it's not exciting yeah. <laughs> because it's just it's computers just doing of, stuff. Yeah, it's a bunch right. of video cards. It's not like if, if you walked into a real mine, you'd see guys yeah. well mining and working. You're like, oh, this <laughs> is a cool machinery. Though, hey? like yeah. with all this machinery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, Bitcoin mining, it's just a computer sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> but... There was some kid when we were in high school that actually got into mining. So this would have been like 2010, 11. That guy's probably doing okay now. Yeah, I remember there were a few. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You're not, you're not into any of that stuff? Um, no, I just don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just, at this point, I just... You're, yeah, it's a little late to the drive. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, to really go into mm-hmm. it. Or, I mean... And you have other crap going yeah, on, Yeah, it's kind of like priorities so, now, I feel yeah, like. But yeah, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, fuck, I, like, obviously, I wish I was part of it when it was like sure. a boom. Yeah. Just like socks but and like everything too. Yeah, yeah, everything. So, everything, 100%. Yeah. Um, man, you just got to keep focusing on what you're doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very true. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've thought about that too. <clears> that A business is what you can personally affect, right? Exactly. So if you purchase stocks in a company, you're not really going to change the course or direction unless yeah. you buy unless a majority right yeah mm-hmm. but otherwise you're not going to be able to do anything in that company yeah the prices are going to fluctuate and you're not going to have a say whatsoever but mm-hmm. in something that you control personally you control the direction and the destiny of that company so. yeah and then like you know it's the hard work you put into it and it's all about seeing the results that come out of it right definitely mm-hmm. yeah so invest in yourself it's that fulfillment yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like we're all looking for it, you know? That's yeah, true. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. 100%. So you're taking off next week to, I want to say Eastern Asia or Southeast uh, United Asia? Kingdom. Oh, United yeah. Kingdom. Okay. So just assume he's going to <laughs> East Asia. I'm going to China. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he said Thailand or something last time we no, met No, I was up. in no, Thailand I remember this summer, was, though. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what it was. was yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I knew he was going to the UK. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm going to... Well, uh, you listen. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I don't think I should... I Yeah, I should not be going right now. It's probably the worst timing. My partner's probably like, fuck you, Sean. Like, what are you doing? I'm just yeah. like, hey, I'm gone for like a month... Uh, I'll right, bring my computer release. though, so yeah. I'll be able to work. So I can yeah, email yeah. eight hours ahead. Yeah, <laughs> he's so. like seven hours ahead. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to UK for like four weeks. Um, staying in Long- uh, Scotland for most of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to travel around uh, Ireland, uh, England, and I think I'm going somewhere else, but I don't know yet. Are you going by yourself? Yeah, so I'm going myself. I'm meeting a friend there though. Oh, okay. So she doesn't have school for like two weeks. Yeah. So. She's going to do some traveling with me. Nice. She um she planned like a trip for us, but I don't know where. She, she's yeah. not going to tell me. So <laughs> somewhere in Europe. Cool. But uh, yeah, it should be fun. But I feel really guilty because there's a lot of things coming up. Um, when are you allowed? Can you talk about Woofly? Like, are you yeah, allowed? Like, yeah, is it totally. launching soon and stuff? Yeah, so Woofly is, uh, we're expecting to launch by December 1st. Nice. Mm-hmm. tentatively so you heard it first here on the long and hard podcast <laughs> breaking news that's yeah what come here for it's so. uh super exciting cnbc we... contacted us and... <laughs> yeah 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 so launching december 1st that's the plan um should get possession of our um our bay our commercial kitchen november 1st that's part of, that's what are you buying we... it we're leasing it right okay, now okay, yeah okay, so yeah. uh we just have to build it out because it's like an empty shell yeah right. yeah, yeah so yeah. there's a lot of work that we got to do to it but, um, yeah, wow. so in the meantime, just getting yeah. the marketing, finishing up the website, getting all these other stuff done, supplies, materials, insulation, the list goes on. I'm sure there's things that we'll <laughs> forget, and it'll be like, oh, shit, last-minute stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. So when I come back, being in November, um, just gonna really work hard, and then December first, we are gonna throw a launch party too. Nice. So you guys are obviously invited. Oh, oh thank you. Thanks, man. <laughs> awesome. What? It's. What? Uh, what? Do people bring their dogs? No. So <laughs> we were really hoping that like people, we could find a venue where you can bring your dogs. Okay. Yeah. But it's going to be hard. For, there's like no venue in the city that allows you to bring do- dogs inside. Okay. Um, unless it's like a, like a dog training facility or like right. a right. dog right. park or like a dog yeah. shelter huh. or like a dog daycare and mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. that. And it's like. What about the, or there's the cat cafe or whatever is that still a <laughs> is there i didn't know there were cat cafes there was one oh, yeah. for a there while. was one yeah you're i don't right. know if it still exists or not yeah so. yeah i don't know but a lot of the in the summertime maybe it would be a different story yeah, because yeah. you know you can go to the patios yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can go to yeah. the patios a lot of restaurants or a lot of places yeah sure welcome dogs like that yeah mm-hmm. so um we're actually gonna have it at joey bell tower so oh sick yeah we're gonna rent out the terrace we're gonna buy it out invite like you know 50 200 people nice um yeah it's gonna be Beautiful. awesome nice just yeah. to get the word get out the word out invite yeah. you know um local influencers yep. um people that we want to that doesn't with. sound like that's us. you guys you know so. <laughs> <laughs> entrepreneurs uh yeah. people to help spread the word sure. that's awesome. um nice people affiliated with dogs yep so so is it like natural dog food like is it uh mm-hmm. is like, it a uh, human grade i know that's a thing now human yeah. grade dog food yeah that's or, exactly or, what it's called okay it's called. Nice. It's stupid though. We're trying to find a better uh, term for it. Yeah, sure. kibble. Um, you know, when you think of kibble, you automatically think of you know dry yeah. dog food. Yeah. Um, we're trying to find something like that because you know. But is it still dry dog food? Uh, kibble or no, 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 no whatever like what you guys you, are making. Oh no, no, no. Our stuff is uh, so it's human grade, fully cooked dog food. Interesting. Yeah. So will it be more like wet dog food? No, it's like it literally would be something you would eat. Oh, like chicken, rice, whatever. It's like a stir-fry mix. Nice. Pretty much. So when we say human huh. grade, it's like ingredients you would buy at the grocery store. Yeah. We would be using that for our dogs. Um, cool. A lot of things, a lot of the time people don't realize when they're buying dog food is it's not human grade. Okay. It doesn't follow like um, standard. standard. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like a lower like hu- tier meat. It, like human production standards. Is that what it... Yeah. So human grade, what that means is yeah. you're... Uh, the food is approved for Human. humans to eat. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Whereas dog food, a lot of the shit they put in kibble, even raw food, it's lower tier meat. It's not, you know, that double A, mm-hmm. that triple A, that prime yep. cut. It's like where the cow is, um, the cow maybe has some problems and mm. um, it's too dangerous to consume for a human. Gotcha. So they will use it for dog food. Huh. It's, okay. yeah, really? it's, okay. uh, yeah. And a lot of people don't realize the stuff they feed their dog, um, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm, it's like really mm-hmm. bad for your dog. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's why you have so many dogs with all these conditions coming up. And well, you got to think about it. Like the diet is so important for your dog. Yep. So um, I think people are starting to realize that too now. And um, we're, we want to provide like a meal that you can get for your dog. And it's custom mm-hmm. too. So you go on our website, you build it out. You let us know what your dog's age is, its breed, its weight. Um, all this, uh, factors that we calculate and we put in an algorithm. And based on that, we all based on our recipes, we let you know, okay, your dog should get one of these. It should eat this much and we build it out for you. So when it gets shipped to your door, it's all pre-built. You don't have to measure anything. You don't have to do any calculations. You know, like the food you're getting is exactly 
what we recommend through our veterinarians who are working with us. Nice. So it's not like me. It's not like it's not like I'm making these recipes for your dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, a vet, yeah. but like we work with vets who uh, okay. create the recipes, gotcha. and then we build the recipes. We cool. make the recipes. That's so. really cool. Yeah, it's wow. like a premium dog food. Yeah, wow. it really is. Yeah. Um, so what will it be? Because when I think of dog food, I think mm-hmm. of like a big bag that you throw over your shoulder. Yeah, will it be coming in like meal craft containers? I no, guess, from what so you just, like where in the middle we plan on shipping it uh, across the country so yeah. that being said the shelf life is an important thing so mm-hmm. we we cook it we uh cool it we freeze it we vacuum seal it and then we freeze it right after we cook it um oh so okay yeah, yeah so it's frozen and then it's insulated in these boxes where we ship to uh our customers across the country and cool. then when you get it it will come with um do you guys have dogs or anything i do you to. do what's yeah. your dog's name bella Bella. So let's say you bought dog food from us for Bella. You would get a box. It would show like, you know, this is Bella's dog food. This is uh, how many bags she has in each bag. It's going to have this much. This is how much you should feed Bella every day. Do you, um, and then do you heat it up? I guess, obviously, because so, it's frozen or how does that work? So most of the time, the customers aren't going to heat it up. It's just frozen. It just needs to be rotated from like freezer to uh, refrigerator. And sure. then once it's fully once thawed, it's then um, the dogs... Thought. Yeah, I don't okay. think dogs really care too much if no, it's probably like not. a hot, a hot <laughs> meal. Yeah, yeah. But okay. um, it's definitely yeah. They're not going to eat it frozen, but right, right. you would just pull it out, put it in the fridge, uh, let it cool down, and then I mean, sorry, let it uh, unthaw, well, and then yeah. throw it in Let's the uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and throw it in. But yes. uh, it, you know, a lot of people think like, oh, it's a premium product, but when you when you think about it, it like everything you've been feeding your dog isn't. A standard product it's just like the shit that you don't want to eat yourself mm. that gets made for a dog sure like the whole process of kibble and dry food the process you know of taking these meats that are these proteins that aren't even from a meat mm-hmm. source most of the time it's most of the time from like a veg like a vegetable source where you're getting your protein yeah. which isn't healthy for a dog like no. dogs mm-hmm. are carnivores they're carnivores you yeah. know yeah Anyone that feeds their, anyone who says their dog's a vegetarian, it's like, you know, shake your head. I wouldn't want to see that dog, man. Have you guys ever seen the uh, uh, vegan cat thing? You need to see this. If you look at, because it's like vegan cat as a hashtag sort of thing. Yeah. Um, It was a a Joe Rogan bit, actually. Oh, no. He talks about it. Yeah. They look like they're dying, man. It's hilarious. Oh, dude, it's fucked. Like, I've had, I've had friends who uh, had their dog go vegan. Yeah. And, oh, um, <laughs> you know, obviously they're your friends, so you don't want to say anything. You don't want to be like, oh, what the fuck are you doing your dog? Like, yeah, yeah. But you can see the rib, like the whole dog's rib cage. He's not doing well. No. And it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing with yeah. your dog? Like, yeah. like I love animals and I love dogs. And that just like makes you angry when like they obviously don't, they love their dog, of course, but sure. it's like they're vegans too. So, yeah. so they views, think they're doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, since they believe so much in, you know, plant-based protein, which is fine. Like. Honestly, that's a whole nother argument if we should eat plant-based because I personally think that plant-based is a healthier alternative to meat, mm-hmm. but it's one of those, I just can't not eat meat because I love it. Yeah, you fair know? enough. Yeah. But, um, you, yeah. Have, you have a German Shepherd, right? I did have a German Shepherd growing up when I was okay. a kid. Okay. Um, she passed away a long time ago, like yeah. probably when I was like, uh, like 19 or yeah. 20. I was going to say, cause that's actually the only type of dog that I've ever had. Yeah. I've actually had three throughout my entire. Oh, amazing. I love um, them. Yeah. Um, but what we actually fed our most recent one was a completely raw diet. Yeah. So 
I was wondering what your take is on the raw diet. Yeah. So, um, it's funny. Like my dad has two German shepherds. He lives in Langley. Um, he was feeding his dog raw diet as well. Yep. Um, I don't, the raw feed diet, it's, it works for some dogs and it doesn't work for others at the Mm -hmm. end of the day. Um, it's not like it's the best diet. I wouldn't say it's the best diet. Mm -hmm. Um, there are a lot of people that caution with a raw feed diet because, you know, you have to know where you're getting your meat from. Is the meat, um, like the quality of the meat and also how you're preparing the meat or if you're preparing the meat yourself for your dog, are you doing it in an area where it's sanitary for your family? Mm. Because sometimes most of the time this raw meat's not human grade as well. So now you're cooking, let's say you're prepping this raw meat at your dinner table you have to do a really good job of sanitizing it after. That's mm. one big issue. And there's actually, um, you have to really watch out for like E. coli, salmonella, all these yeah, um, yeah. viruses and bacteria in raw meat that, yeah. you know, just because it's your dog, it doesn't mean your dog um, is impervious to Exactly, those right? Yeah. Like they might be able to handle it better than a human would. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people argue, they argue the fact like, oh, like dogs, they... Uh, when they were born, like, you know, their ancestors, they, they hunted and they ate raw meat. Um, that's how they should get their food through sure. a raw feed diet. But that animal wasn't in a, yeah. like a well, that facility. Well, that different yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. than what, what they look Totally. Like and so. it's, it's evolution too. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, when we were cavemen, before we had fire, we were probably eating raw shit too. And yeah, we were, yeah, look, we're, we're still here. So that doesn't mean it's okay. It's as evolution continues, you find better ways, healthier ways to, um, yeah consume your food mm-hmm. now you ask me to eat like a piece of raw beef or like a raw piece of raw chicken and it's just like are you crazy like yeah you're yeah. a sushi though bro <laughs> i love sushi yeah there yeah. you go <laughs> but i mean chicken to talk like have you had raw chicken probably not you know well, <laughs> they do it in japan i know that there are places in japan that do chicken to talk so i mean even like eating like a really rare steak or uh totally well, there's is it isn't or beef tartar is what i'm thinking tartar yeah, beef tartar and beef tartar yeah, yeah. but um yeah the beef is prepared in a certain way. Yeah. yeah so yeah, steak, exactly. the reason you can eat steak raw is because you're cooking, you're searing the outside. Mm-hmm. Sure. So yeah. Yeah. inside there's no bacteria of that steak. But if yeah. you're doing ground beef, like different cuts of the cow okay. are yeah, yeah. safer to oh, eat. totally different. But yeah. you can't eat ground beef raw, you know? No. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't. Uh, that is, like, yeah. you can, that like, is so unappetizing to even well, think no, about, you know what? honestly. You can so. eat ground beef raw because, sure. like, in yeah. America, burgers are cooked medium, yeah. uh, medium well. Actually, in Quebec, they do um, they UV light all their beef. Cool. So you can actually eat it raw, which is That's funny. pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever had, like, a medium rare burger, but it's not the most appetizing. Did in Montreal because <laughs> they're allowed to do it. They, yeah. Like, one everywhere and shit. It's and just, yeah, well, it's it's not as warm so yeah. it's like kind of a, <laughs> yeah it's kind yeah. of a cool patty and the patty is yeah. very it just like there's no structure to it because it's not fully yeah. cooked so it just breaks apart <laughs> yeah but it's good like if i honestly i would eat my burgers medium well you get that slight pink in the middle so yeah. you still get that juiciness mm-hmm. yeah. you heard it first from <laughs> master chef here but um, but uh, unfortunately canada doesn't allow you well, I guess Quebec's different because it's not Quebec really is its own Canada. country, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least they want it to be. So. Yeah, but yeah. most places can't cook uh, burgers, uh, anything but well done. Yeah, because absolutely. Because it's not allowed. That's really cool that you're right, doing right, it right. that way, though. They're like fully cooked and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 So going well, back to the raw feed, sorry. Um, it's uh, some, some dogs can handle it. Some dogs can digest it and mm-hmm, some dogs mm-hmm. can't. And then yeah. it's, you know, you get bones, fragments too. Sure. 
and people yeah, are always like, oh, but it's a dog. You a know? hazard, right? So, yeah, but yeah. It, it can always be a hazard. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. actually, my because my parents started feeding my my dog a while ago, um, human grade dog food, but it was like a powdered thing that you mixed or something okay. like that. But it actually made a huge difference in that. Well, we actually used to have two dogs. It made their hair like immediately so much softer yeah like every time you have pet them you're like holy hell like they're so yeah soft and stuff and you such genuinely good looking yeah and stuff like so. you're not you're not just buying this product because it's more expensive and you, it's like the best thing for your dog yeah. you see the results like yeah. you said like your coat um the coat becomes shinier mm-hmm. maybe the bad breath goes away yeah. maybe allergies that they had aren't there mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. it's just there's so many things that can help to dogs out they're more active mm. their weight is um maybe in a better place where Healthier. you want it to be yeah, yeah. so yeah <clears throat> they're not eating processed carbohydrates yeah, yeah. it's like if yeah. we're eating mcdonald's every day we're gonna be <laughs> fucked up you know yeah 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 well and people will do anything for their pets man yeah, yeah. So i think it's i think it's I, that's gonna be good because a lot of people take better care of their pets than themselves <laughs> for sure <laughs> this is like, so yeah and it's like man pets are so uh they're just and yeah, helpless and, and like yeah, helpless yeah. you gotta you gotta take care of them like, yeah exactly oh, yeah. Yeah, so sure. i think that's why like yeah people that love dogs or animals in general they, mm-hmm. they see that and they're like if yeah. i if i can't help you then no one will you know? <laughs> yeah. no, that's awesome man yeah that's really cool that's sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so do you have you have a partner for that correct? yeah i do have a partner um yeah. can't then, really say his name no 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 that's it's, fine uh, i'm not can we get an s1 for this company <laughs> what are the 14 digits of his credit card or 16 yeah. digits of his credit card? he's great um yeah. yeah i've been i've uh i've been friends with him since high school yeah. he's part of our like our big friend group yeah, yeah. of high school friends that we've known for a lot mm-hmm. a while like craig anderson's part yeah, of yeah. it um but yeah he i think we make a really good team because he does a lot of the things that I don't know really yeah. well how to do like he he crunched all the numbers the financials the cash flow um our bottom line and all these like things that I just mm-hmm. give me a headache when I look yeah. at hmm. are, are you guys launching Canada wide from like day one sort of thing no or I think smaller I think we're gonna launch Western Canada first because gotcha. fulfillment is a really uh is a really big cost for us so we got to really yeah. know how to manage that well, even the, effectively the literal and figurative logistics of it of yeah like the actual costs and shipping and suppliers and blah 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 but then you know the day-to-day of like okay we pack it up this time of day and send out orders here and blah, yeah blah, blah. so i don't know i also just get super curious it's a it's a cool this, system right? so yeah i mean it's a cool system how we would do it i think down the road if we're operating at a level where we're delivering across the country we would have a much bigger facility. I think our facility right now is 2,500 square feet, but you have facilities in the States that are one of many that are 25,000 to 30,000 square foot facilities. Right. And it's, yeah, it's insane. So a lot of the time these people are, all the food gets batch cooked into huge numbers. Like, um, I don't know if you guys know what a speed rack is, but it's pretty much um, what bakers use. Where oh, they and have... you put it in the... Exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah, so there's yeah. like okay. 10 trays you can put in. They'll probably have like 10 or 20 of these speed racks of 10 trays. So, you know, like 200 trays and it's... Um, they, all, they, all get, they all get cooked in a steam chamber. Yeah. I don't okay. know if you've seen them before. You put it in a chamber and then it steams all the food. Yeah. So the big thing about uh, cooking dog food is um, you want to you want to gently cook it. You want to slow cook the food because there has been... Um, 
research showing like you know you, if you're cooking food for your dog if you put it on a high heat there are chances there are higher chances for carcinogens and things like that hmm. so if you wanted to do it like huh. as healthy as possible slow cook human grade um yeah this is the proper way to do it mm-hmm. yeah hmm. no way huh mm-hmm. yeah i i just remember i used to work at a grocery store so like nice. seeing the back of the bakery sort of thing yeah, so, yeah. it's pretty intense yeah but then so after you would uh after you cook it in the steam chambers, they get cooled down and they go in a cooler. And after that, they would get frozen. Mm-hmm. And then they, they'd be packed in a cold room too. So mm-hmm. as you're packing mm-hmm. it, it's all in a cool, cold temperature room to help cool it. And then um, it gets frozen. And then it's, without going too much into detail, like the way they have it, like it's based on like different bag sizes. Some companies will use like a standard, like five or six sizes. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much you can just like batch cook a lot of them as well. Mm-hmm. And then just have them freezer ready and, they won't stay longer in, in the freezer for, you know, a week or two. And then you can kind of calculate on how to effectively ship them out. So you're not doing it. But some other, some companies do it differently too, right? Like some companies will make it to order. So it really depends on what the company believes in and what they think is best for their business and their customers. So definitely mm-hmm. kind of goes back to everything should be eating what it's supposed to eat. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. True. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cow should be eating grass. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, right? So Yeah. Yeah, I mean I love a grass fed uh have you guys had grass fed steak or grass fed yes. beef? It's so uh, different. I man. think I've yeah. I've only had it a couple times, but yes. Yeah. It's different. So, it's yeah. yeah, it tastes different. You just feel better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you don't feel like you're a piece of shit after like <laughs> yeah. you eat like a big steak. Yeah, yeah. So true, man. Yeah, it's a lot it's a cleaner process because the cow isn't being fed like a fuck ton of grain and all this other shit to get it fat. Yep. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, right? Like as a business, it's all, it's all about how can I get the most buck out of my cow? Yeah. You know, how yeah, can I, yeah. but you know, there are still farmers out there. Uh, thankfully that, you know, still believe in the proper, like I shouldn't say proper cause it's different for everyone. Right. Some people yeah. might like it, you know, with a cow's fattier cause it's, you know, it's a juicier cut. Yeah. yeah but if yeah. you're looking at it health wise, um, yeah. Yeah. Grass fed's the way to go for sure. That's the dream, man. Mm-hmm. Buy a bunch of acres in Texas or something. Throw some yeah. grass-fed cows on there. Go and... live in. Throw out my cell phone. Go live yeah. in the forest. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I don't know. I don't think that's my dream. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice for someone to do it for you, but yeah. I think at this day of age, everything just moves so fast. Where uh, there's so many exciting things, you know. So yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. So what is the ultimate dream with Wolfley then? Yeah, and or Mulecraft. Um. Hmm. I think the ultimate dream for me is to have it big enough where it can run itself and it's a name where people will just know when you say it. It's kind of like a... Household name. Yeah, household name. And uh, and to know that, you know, you're, this company that you created, whether it's a publicly traded company now, even if you have like a small portion of it, mm-hmm. um, you were part of something big that was able to help a lot of people and impact um, society as corny mm-hmm. as that sounds but i think when you're starting a business and you just want to do it to make a lot of money mm-hmm. i don't think businesses like that succeed very well because there's really no passion and there's mm-hmm. no um ultimately there's no drive for it um when you believe in something so much where you believe that it works and you see it helping other people and that pushes you i think it's a little bit different than just doing it for financial gain and i really do believe too like when you're when you get to that level of success where um you're helping people and it's making an impact 
you, the money is just going to come. Like yeah. that's the money is the secondary part of it. Very true. So that's, yeah, so just get it run itself, and then um, that's a sound bite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mental note of the timestamp here, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. What about you guys? Like, what is the dream for you guys? Go ahead. You first. Oh, me first. Put me on the spot. I don't know, man. I I would say. I, I really like how you said that in that finding something that you're passionate about mm-hmm. and, you know, even if it's not something that blows up to a $10 billion company or something, mm-hmm. whatever it may yeah. be. Um, but it's something that helps other people and creates a positive impact. If that's what your vision of positive impact for is sure. on the world, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can't really ask for anything else because I think that that, the passion involved in it is really what people are looking for today. Yeah. I don't think people are looking for that monetary gain as much anymore. No. I think it's really more the underlying purpose in what you're doing. So whatever that may be for you, I think that that's, I think that was really well said how you put it. So, well, um, when you think about it, it's like what like what makes you happy? I feel like people I feel like nowadays people are still trying to get rich cuz they think having money will make them happy. Mm-hmm. But you've mm-hmm. seen so many people now like even like we can we can scale it to like a smaller scale where it's like you guys buy something nice, you think, you know, you've been saving so much money for it, you bought it, it's a materialistic thing, mm-hmm. you have it in your hand now. Sure, maybe the first, you know, week it's awesome, but then after that it just it dies. Mm-hmm. 100%. You yeah, either yeah. want to get the next best thing or you're just not satisfied. And I feel like a lot of people think like when they have a lot of money, they're able to uh do whatever they want in the world, but if you don't have if you don't have a purpose in life or if you don't know what you want to do to create an impact, I truly believe bigger than yourself. Hmm. Cuz like when you help I'm mm-hmm. if you look at it at a selfish point of view, when you help someone, you do like a charity program or like you you're part of something bigger than yourself you feel good about it because you feel like oh man like i did something i feel like ultimately like human beings they we really do love helping each other i mean Mm -hmm. there's a lot of fucked up people in the world who do fucked up shit but i think a lot of that is through um um, environmental like damage environmental impacts and just you know mental issues too yeah but i think ultimately we all want to help each other and we all want to be part of something bigger Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. definitely Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, that's very well said. Yeah. But like even if you look at Instagram, like fuck, I can go on and on about Instagram where uh it's like this plague now. Like yeah. we're gonna get wrong. into it. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Please great. Do. I love Instagram. Yeah. I mean I'm no uh I'm no different when I post a picture, um, you know, when every time I get that like I feel better about myself. Mm, like, sure. oh yeah. man, like it's because, you know, we just we wanna feel wanted. We wanna feel like we're part of something. And I think yeah, absolutely. even if you take something like Instagram where it's it's a great platform, I mean yeah. It's amazing, but now what it's what it's turned to, I feel like it's uh it's sh- uh shining a light on a lot of these like shitty things and like people, like where mm. you're you're trying to be someone you're not on Instagram. Definitely. A lot of mm-hmm. insecurities have really come out through Instagram and not directly yeah. but indirectly because you have all these guys, I feel like the prettiest people on Instagram are, or the happiest people on Instagram where they show everything on their life. It, I feel like they're kind of like the saddest, like they're probably the most unhappy with their life. Cause it's like, if you're truly happy with your life, why do you have to show it to the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like why, why am I 
driving you know like if i have a nice car why do i have to show it to people or why do i have to post about it you know yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't make sense nice can car, i just enjoy right? what so. i did myself to get yeah. it you know yeah so and yeah and like these instagram influencers too it's like i get it like if you want to look at it monetarily like yeah mm-hmm. there's yeah, a well, business I mean, for it now why not right like, yeah it is. but it's it's almost a space that's saturated too where to mm-hmm. start or even being a youtuber or something or even yeah. being like a huge podcast like a joe rogan or something yeah it's very hard to start it today, right? It is. You, you're you're kind of playing catch up. Yeah. It, whatever is happening now is going to look like that. There will be something. There will be a word like that, like influencer YouTuber. Yeah. Ten years from now, that hasn't been coined yet. Mm-hmm. That those people are starting today. I I think. Right. Yeah. But. Um, I yeah. think I think that it brings a lot of light to the like. There's there's a lot more like depression and stuff mm-hmm. going on today. Totally. Just, just because you're watching somebody else's highlight reel. Yeah. When all, you, all the time. Yeah. And then you're watching it, watching it, and then you put it down and you're just kind of doing nothing. And, and you like, think well, your life shit, is so shitty. Sucks. Like, yeah, wow, yeah. this person has such an amazing yeah. life. Sure. Why can't my life be like that? But in reality, is like that person's life is no different than your life. Yeah. yeah. You know? But I think, and you'd probably attest to this with your companies, there's also a lot of good in social media. 100%. Because right? yeah. I'm, you know, I try to, because a lot of people will jump on the, social media is so bad blah, for blah, sure blah, which is not wrong yeah but there's a lot of good that can come yeah from it too i agree right? i mean yeah you know i'm if people listen to this they're like man fuck sean he's so negative about instagram <laughs> like yeah he's like fuck you sean i've seen you take a selfie or something yeah. but uh yeah. look yeah, yeah i love i love the platform i love mm-hmm. what it stands for i think it's great it's a great piece of technology um yeah, you have to do that nowadays to be relevant, especially as oh, yeah. a small business or as an entrepreneur. You ne- that is the best market, um, that is the best platform to get your voice out and to get the most exposure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what I don't like are people who are pretending to be someone they're not on Instagram. That is like my biggest thing about social media. Like, yeah. you can create a ca- character of yourself, which mm-hmm. is fine. Like mm-hmm. that fits your brand, then great. Yeah. But if you're like trying to convince people that you're this type of person on Instagram and you're not who you are in person. It's just like, what yeah. is the point? Or like you get well, a bunch can, of fake followers yeah. and a bunch of fake likes. Like wh- why? Like Anybody why? can rent a Lambo. Yeah, exactly. You, <laughs> you know? know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's kind of a thing for sure. I don't know, man. It's uh, I, I, I see both sides, obviously. Yeah, totally. Because as a small business owner, 100%, yeah. there's mm-hmm. no better marketing than free marketing and yeah. being in people's minds because it, you're... It's kind of more local, connected, et cetera. Right? Yeah. It's not... Yeah, there's you can interact. It's not a billboard right? Yeah. where you're just putting it out. Totally. There, so. Yeah. I mean, I hope people don't get this message, uh, this message thinking like I just hate Instagram Yeah. and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm no different. Like I'm the people that, you know, I'm bashing. I'm part of that group too. I just try and be more aware of it and mm-hmm. try to kind of tell myself like, no, you don't need to do that. Yeah. Like it will make even, you feel good. Or even but... know what it's doing to yourself. Yeah. And I would say you should actually enjoy sharing good content too right mm-hmm. because that's the point of it exactly right? yeah. yeah i mean someone maybe argue it's that was not it's the globalists trying to get you down sort of thing inadvertently yeah. but the point of instagram specifically was to share photos and now videos mm-hmm. of things you enjoy right so there was something i heard the other day and it's we're going away from the Don't attention the <laughs> oh no yeah, yeah. yeah the the attention economy to the authenticity economy yeah so where you're actually authentic Mm -hmm. and what you share is authentic Mm -hmm. people can relate to it that's 10x more powerful Mm -hmm. 
than getting somebody's attention. For sure. So like Will Smith, I love his Instagram page. Um, do you guys follow Will Smith? No, nope. I don't. But I've oh, seen you his have stuff, to I follow mean, him. Yeah. yeah. The guy is like, and like David Goggins, like yeah, yeah, love yeah. his Instagram yeah. page. Goggins for sure. He's the type of guy that doesn't post much, but when he does, like you listen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like people like these guys, they they really can back it up too. Like from what they've done in their portfolio, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the things they've done. But then you know, like you said, when it gets to the extreme of authenticity, where we can we can talk about someone who photoshops themselves where they look nothing like themselves mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. Or I think it, it does more bad than good. Cause now you, you create a standard where that's unachievable. Cause yeah. people think like, Oh my God, how does this person look like this? Um, then they look at themselves in the mirror and they're like, I'm never going to look that good. Or they put so much, uh, emphasis on the physical appearance. Right. Um, I think that's one of the shitty things like in, social media has done, but mm-hmm. I get it. Like, it is where society is, like even before social media. But I always laughed at the uh, influencers because I can make an AI tomorrow that combines <laughs> the ten most attractive people in the world and makes it'll be the most attractive person in the world. All influencers out of the business. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> there was somebody that was saying that because there's all of these artificial intelligence things that you can do now. Yeah, and actually creating faces and people and all of this stuff mm-hmm. that it's like I mean it's science fiction out of there type of thing but mm-hmm. you could actually create that and that would be your marketing yeah and that person doesn't even exist that's you true could put yeah. your product on that person yeah and push them out there i don't know gonna be you should try it you should do it interesting yeah. in the next five to ten what years we, sure. uh is it a he or she uh probably a she because you know you know girls can relate to girls but also men think girls are hot so yeah it usually, I think the girls are probably the Men better. I do think girls are hot. Yeah. yeah. So you think it's probably the better way of going about it? What but... would you call her? Like, what's her name? Uh, what's a hot <laughs> name, Thomas? I don't know. Should I like be... Elizabeth, you know? like it's... That's Elizabeth okay. is a good one. It's a, it's like a proper name too, you know? Yeah. It's uh... it's like very uh, Victorian. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... She sounds regal. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. But, you know, you call her Liz, you know, she's fun now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she has a fun or Beth. of her name. Beth. <laughs> Beth is a nice or one. Or Beth. <laughs> oh, I guess Beth. Yeah. <laughs> I feel Ooh, like there's yeah. some history with yeah. Beth. It's kind of funny as someone who has a name that can be two or three variations versus yeah, like Joshua can only really be Josh, not Ua. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> or have you ever seen the meme where it's like, why do guys named Thomas go by Tom but not ass? <laughs> <laughs> Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think we'll uh, we'll pause here because you got to. Yeah, I mean, I can, if you guys want. So for Mulecraft, is there competitors? Like, let, do you have, a, is there a nationwide or province wide competitor or is it? Are you guys kind of one of the bigger fish in the pond and it's sort of copycats, smaller versions of what you're doing? Or to be like, honest, I think we're all copycats. I think we're, yeah. Who I mean, was the original? Yeah, there it's is, not, yeah, it's kind of a chicken no and dilemma, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. s- smaller versions compared I to I think, you guys are. honestly, um, I'm pretty confident in Edmonton we're one of the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say we're the biggest, but I don't think there is a lot of people doing it in Edmonton. Um Mm-hmm. If you want to look at it province-wide or even like country-wide, I, I think we're a small piece of yeah. the pie. Yeah. Well, but it would be impractical to be a national 
unless you were a national company that had franchises, yeah, or, franchises something. Yeah. or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've seen on Facebook, like through my ads, like of companies that are doing meal prep across the country, but I don't know what that looks like. Because I know there's the ones where you like cook it yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, HelloFresh, uh, Fresh right, Fit yeah. Foods. Is uh, that No, no. Blue not. Apron. Oh, Blue yeah. Apron. Hello, Blue Apron, I think is they're done, but Blue Apron was one of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. HelloFresh. Oh, no, I don't think Blue Apron was a... No, Blue Apron was a fully cooked meal delivery. Oh, okay. They're done. Was I feel like it's kind of yeah. like, you know, how like Uber Eats, Skip the Dishes, yeah. Postmates, fucking... Uh, what, all the others. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's kind of one of those things where, you know, like, totally. oh, this is this is the trend. Everyone's mm-hmm. There's a bunch on, of companies that on. come up. There's and, a big market for it. Yeah. Um, why not take a part of the pie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Alberta's great for the fitness stuff. Like, yeah, like we're very, there's a lot of that fitness stuff in Alberta. I don't know if it's because there's nothing else to do, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, but there's definitely, you get, <laughs> you get that angle for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But, um, yeah, we're just, we're not too focused on what other people are doing. Um, we just, we know what our customers want. We know yeah. what we can do better. So yeah. it's just, you know, improving on yourself. It's kind of like, uh, you guys obviously know who Terry Cruz is, right? Yep. Yep. He made that, um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but he's actually an amazing uh, designer as well. Okay. That, I think that's what he went to school for. He won an award in um, like creative design, or it mm-hmm. might even be like industrial design. But he yeah. created a uh, piece of furniture for, I forgot one company, but it's called the Lilypad. If you guys Google Lilypad Terry Crews. I think you were talking yeah, about this I think one, I did. Uh, when we met up. But um, okay. it's yeah. just going back to the piece of, you can't always be worried about what the competition mm-hmm, is doing mm-hmm. or if you're trying to copy the competition or yeah. trying to replicate their success. Um, yeah, like what they're doing is great and you can take it with a grain of salt, but at the end of the day, you know what's best for you. And mm-hmm, if you're yeah. confident in your abilities and your mm-hmm, skills, mm-hmm. then you can create something that's authentic that customers will like. I mean, there's that saying like, you know, um, people don't even know what they want until you show them. Mm. So it was really cool what Terry Crews did was he was like, fuck, I'm not going to copy like all these other uh, furniture companies. I'm going to make this weird design where it's a lily pad where the chair is on top of the table. So, Hmm. yeah. So if you look at this table right here, the chair would be right here. So then you'd be sitting on the table with the chair. And then, yeah, it's on the side like that. (laughs) Really cool. Thomas just pulled up a picture of it. Yeah. Yeah. Super unique, like how when I heard of that, I was like, "What the fuck? That's so." Oh, it's kind of interesting because yeah. yeah. now your side table is attached to your chair. Exactly. <laughs> so, I think That's it's so funny. expensive, <laughs> though. <laughs> oh really? Oh, yeah. Okay. The, I think the furniture company the he like worked with. They're I forgot the brand, but they're like really high end. I think. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Bernhardt. Seven thousand dollars for this piece of furniture. Is there oh. pricing? Oh, here we go. Price list. Oh, usually there's no pricing when yeah. it comes to like if really... you have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I never got that too. Like when people don't put the price, like uh, email us for details yeah. on pricing. Oh, yeah. I can't say that. So now Mealcraft's just going to, no pricing on site. <laughs> yeah, no Call pricing. Us. He's like, why don't you just tell me the price? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even have the pricing on the pricing is, sheet. So. They have a price list, but I can't yeah. discern it's really it. Strange. It's, it's kind of like uh, Herman Miller or whatever. They very hush hush about what the price oh, is. Oh, really? Yeah. Herman. What's that? Herman Miller's like a high-end uh, office furniture. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's funny. That's 100% it, though. Like, Yeah. I think it just adds to the illusion, like, this is like a fucking exclusive, exclusive thing. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of psychology in this Oh, for sure. Too. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, 
we want to be unobtainable. Yeah. We want to be that, that girl that you can't get, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to play yeah. hard to get. It's so, yeah. Even though we're a fucking share, but we're going to yeah. do it. So. Even you, like you have a shitty bar. It's like a speakeasy where it's like, Oh, like you need the password to get in. <laughs> <laughs> Are there like, even those in Edmonton or I think they're used you, if to you have be... to ask, you're not cool enough. To <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't think there is yeah. like, I think some comp- like bars and stuff have tried to do it, but I don't think Edmonton's the right scene to be doing that yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. be like in New York or something. I guess. Yeah. Because otherwise he'll be like, forget this. Like I'm going down the street. <laughs> I'm going to right? bite. So, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it yeah. even goes back to like the the line out the door with the bouncers, like keeping people out, even though yeah. the club is empty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a line <laughs> yeah. outside, so it yeah. must be a desirable place to be, yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah. um, there's between 700 to like 1100 bucks, depending on oh, nice. what it is. Like if gotcha. it's the chair, cause he has like a table oh, as cool. well or something like that. That's yeah, actually it's not, not terrible. Yeah. It's, I was expecting more. <laughs> yeah. But, but I that's mean, still pretty ridiculous for yeah. <laughs> a chair. So <laughs> it's a cool design though. Yeah. So. yeah for sure. <laughs> that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's funny. That's cool. Ugh. Natural water pause, break. Water, water break, break. <laughs> for those of you listening. <laughs> My mouth just gets so dry from spitting knowledge. Yeah. All this knowledge. <laughs> Actually, mostly Sean's scary. been spitting knowledge. Yeah, mostly. Uh, guess, so. Which is good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I talk about a lot of weird stuff. Um, yesterday, I was had a really great conversation with one of my coworkers uh, mm-hmm. at uh, Joey, and um, he talked about... Um, you know, like you have like when you get a headache, mm-hmm. he said that I forgot what the term, it was like a Buddhist term, but you're able to feel where the headache is on your body. Okay. And every, like every headache, there's a trigger point to your body where you can fix it by healing that part of the body. It's like, I'm not religious at all. So it's like really like, is so that over a, my head. that's not ch- chakra or chakra. No, it's it sort of the P or something. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Buddhist. I've seen like a drawing where there's like the yeah. dots or whatever. On, yeah, I don't, on you. I, don't I think that is chakras or the one where it's like six or something yeah. down the middle. Anyways, or whatever, yeah. But, yeah. but he was also talking about how he did a 10 day retreat of not saying a single word. Okay. Which I think is really cool. Like a silent retreat. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And I have heard of such a thing. Yeah. So you don't have your phone on you. You don't have any contact with the outside world. Mm-hmm. It's a like program you do. You have an instructor. So I kind of like, I told him like, man, I don't think I would, I would try to talk just to like fuck it up. You <laughs> know, like that's just who I am. Yeah. But he's like, you can talk to your instructor sometimes of just like asking for help. But essentially it's like you're on a 10 day silent retreat and then it goes up to like, do you, like 10 go days. do activities. You meditate like you're yeah. up at seven in the morning or five in the morning and you're just meditating till like, I don't think you're meditating straight, but you're doing some form of meditation until like nine at night. And then you just go back to bed. Is it in like the deep forest of thailand or so something. there's one in bc actually <laughs> oh, okay yeah, and yeah. it's like okay. closed off um and it's funny these things you don't pay for too because hmm. i was just like i was just like man it seems like kind of a like program because i think what caught his attention it said something like uh see the truth for what it actually is and as soon as like as soon as i heard that i'm like man that's some bullshit marketing like yeah. i'm not gonna yeah, yeah how much you know like yeah. it's it's just you know we're always so um cautious about things like that where mm-hmm. we don't believe it. it's like yeah it's just, yeah yeah, yeah. You're like, like okay, what do you mean that's stupid like, that's yeah it's yeah. just a cult exactly <laughs> but um he's telling me like yeah it's you don't pay for it it's all uh raised by like donations of people that have done it themselves and they okay. believe in it and um 
you can do it for as long as like 45 days. So 45 days of just not talking. Yeah, wow. Interesting. Do you follow Tim Ferriss at all? Uh, I used to. I don't have him. I'm not really relevant with him anymore. Because okay. I think he did something like that. Really? Fairly. Oh, yeah, okay. He would be the guy to do that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. What's the desired outcome of a 10-day um, retreat? So Just self-actualization and I, realization? Yeah, or? I think it's different for everyone, right? Yeah. I think, so for him, um, it was he had some trauma in the past, mm-hmm. where childhood trauma, where yeah. it just kind of always stuck around. And then it was released after. He accepted it, and he was able to hmm. kind of just be take like uh, part with it interesting yeah and that stuff stuff like that always interests me because i don't meditate um i have some friends who meditate who do Mm -hmm. yoga and stuff yeah um but i'm always curious is like because when i hear things like that it just sounds so like far-fetched to me sure but um i really believe that they work because you can look at the people and like the the sincerity and like the you can just tell when you look at someone when someone's like BSing or not yeah for the most part and uh yeah so i just thought that was really cool but going back to it, I just, I love having conversations like that with people about, you know, weird things or like another thing, um, how the, how the, how the world was created. Yeah. He, uh, he has a theory on that based on yeah. just doing your research online. Right. Sure. Yeah. I'm no, yeah. like, I'm no like, like theory crafter things like that. I sure. just, I just love good stories, but he was mm-hmm. telling me mm-hmm. that we were, um, made by like a reptilian species mm-hmm. and we were created yeah. by them, genetically created. And uh, that's how the Neanderthals were. And then, like, they made, like, re-evolutions of them. And then the Homo sapiens and the Homo sapiens sapiens. Okay. And then I was just like, what the fuck? That's so, like, fucking <laughs> lizard, weird. Lizard yeah, people. Like, so he was saying, like, you know, when when our skin gets burnt, it becomes all flaky, reptile-like. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, there's, yeah. like, obviously yeah. he can explain it much better. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. probably, like, half-assing the story. And you yeah. guys are probably like, man, no. this guy's fucking... No, no. no. We, uh, if there's anyone... <laughs> podcast in edmonton you want to talk about conspiracy theories on <laughs> you're in the right place yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny man yeah that's funny but yeah. he was like saying that um we were created we weren't bred by a natural selection um because if you look at if you look at the human anatomy like we were create. he says like we we're genetic like we we're created by like in a lab type because the human body isn't a perfect body hmm. if you look at evolution like evolution um scientifically like through evolution you're the whatever the creature should become a better version of itself more mm-hmm. and more and more mm-hmm. to the point where all those things that were kind of like flaws or errors or things that we don't need just get rolled out by yeah you know uh, darwin's theory and things like mm-hmm. that yeah so so he was saying like for example our appendix like we don't need yeah. our appendix so why yeah. do we have an appendix yeah um he was also saying like scientists have looked at the motion of your foot um, the way your leg goes back and forth. And if you look at it carefully, um, your leg doesn't, the, your leg doesn't travel the most efficient way. Like it's supposed to, if you look like at an ape or at a gorilla or like at another mammal that's made by like natural selection. Mm-hmm. So they're saying like, all these are like, you know, uh, things that can back up that we were created like mm-hmm. by a lab, <laughs> which is really yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's know? so yeah. many theories on There's this so stuff. Yeah. Like that where you, this you is go a down, you can go down the yeah. uh, YouTube rabbit hole. Oh yeah. You don't want to go down there. Yeah. And I kind of told him like, dude, I'm, 
I like listening to stories like this, but I would never venture and go down that hole because oh, yeah. well, I like seeing in my bubble, man. They're like, four-hour yeah. videos. Yeah, they're four-hour yeah. videos, and then you're going to be looking around. You're going to think there's vans following you and yeah, <laughs> stuff, like, right? So, yeah. The world is it, so fucked up. Like, it, but it, it's interesting to at least entertain and think. For sure. Well, here's the thing. Because the problem with conspiracy theory, guys, not to rip on your phone, yeah. but just speaking generally, yeah, a lot of the times you... Like, what if you believe one conspiracy theory, you believe all of them? Yeah, which is kind of unfortunate because then it's like, well, you're kind of insinuating they're all true. The world is flat, or or you, or you want to believe them a lot of the time, Uh right? Like again, if you listen to Joe Rogan, if if he ever has Eddie Bravo on, oh Eddie Bravo, (laughs) right? Yeah. So, um, but, um. The, the antithesis to that would be, well, all conspiracy theories are not true. And I think that's yeah. equally as crazy to say, right? Totally. Especially because a lot of things, uh, now when we get all these declassified documents from like the 1960s of the U.S. government, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, that was conspiracy if you look at the For definition sure. of the word, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's kind of fun to look at, but you can't, <laughs> you can get sucked into it very easily. And, and I don't think you... There's kind of these weird archetypes yeah. within that community right like i don't think you want to look at it too Mm -hmm. because um we can talk about conspiracy theories all day i mean yeah but at the end of the day like we're all in a bubble like whether it's like i'm in a bubble you're in a bubble yeah Yeah. but it's better to stay in that bubble because there's so many fucked up things in the world like yeah if you want to talk about human trafficking which is a real thing yep um you know child pornography sex trafficking all like this fucked up shit that are happening where I guarantee you, if you like looked into it, you would really take a second and think like, wow, like human beings are the biggest pieces of shit yeah. like ever. Yep. And yeah, that's why like, you know, I like listening to this stuff, but I don't, I don't dabble into it. Cause mm-hmm. I know, mm-hmm. I know there's so much more going on to this world than what's going on in our lives. Yeah. And we're just like a small piece of something so much bigger. That's like, you know, yeah. like we can talk about like 9-11 was that <laughs> yeah you know yeah, yeah, i wasn't yeah. gonna bring that up but, <laughs> but i'm now saying it's honestly like yeah people like people who don't believe in conspiracies with that they because they're no offense to them but they're pretty naive they think like no no one would ever do that like yeah. that's outrageous i mean like you wouldn't do that yeah yeah, yeah. but there's probably somebody out there yeah. how know? could like the u.s government like do something that there's no way like that is so far-fetched but it's like man like I think like I'm not a conspiracist, but I think there's a lot more going on than what You're the president told. does, and yeah. like yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people pulling behind anything, the strings. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Do you ever hear about Operation Northwoods? I believe it's called. No, it was in the 1960s, and it was because of the Cuban Missile Crisis, right? Okay. So the U.S. government, uh, the idea was actually shot down by John F. Kennedy, and it may have been one of the reasons he was assassinated. Yeah, but the whole plan was to actually like create a bunch of false flags around the U S like attacks, terrorist attacks, like bombings, all this stuff and make and make it actually look like it was the Cubans that did it totally so that they would start a war with Cuba. Yeah. And to take their oil or what? It's a hundred percent declassified and real. Yeah. And when you hear that, then you're just like, well, okay. If they can do that, then why can't they do all this other fucked up stuff? Exactly. Exactly. And they can do it. Like, yeah, we're just, man, we're just... Or like, even uh, Project Paperclip, which is how they brought all the Nazi scientists over to st- found uh, NASA. I don't know. That's another one Joe really? Rogan talks about, if you've ever heard yeah. that one. 
Yeah. So I don't think people that are into conspiracy theories, I don't think they're like like wacky or like weird. Yeah. yeah. But I think they're more aware than, because I think there's a fine line of like, okay, like those are conspiracy theories. I just don't want to touch them because mm-hmm. even if they're real or not, mm-hmm. nothing I can do is gonna impact that. I don't even want to know about that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Even we can talk about um, people that go vegan who are are plant based diets now, where they're like, oh, I can't eat. I could never eat a cow the same way after I've seen how the, you know, these uh, slaughterhouses like sure. kill these cows or mm-hmm. like, how it's mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I, I bet you if we went to one of these uh, slaughters ourselves and saw in reality what actually happened, oh, yeah. Yeah. we I, would probably yeah. be like, fuck that. I'm not eating cow. Anyways, that's disgusting. You yeah. know? I, I don't. I, I would agree with you. For yeah. Sure. I would agree. I actually so, know how it's done. Right? Yeah. And that's, yeah. But then like, I, I think if you actually said, went in there, yeah. saw it and like, you know, classic like movie scene, like the blood splatters on your shirt yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You'd be like, Oh shit. Right. Like it, it would make it very real. Yeah, right? totally. And I think that what you said about everyone lives in a bubble, you're kind of right. For and sure. Even you can get like Sean, there's a Sean bubble. There's a Thomas bubble. There's mm-hmm. a Josh bubble. There's also, you know, like an Edmonton bubble. There's yeah. a, there's a North American bubble where we yeah. have it pretty good in this neck of the woods, frankly, uh-huh. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe ignorance is bliss. It is. Right? You gotta 100%. travel more. You gotta yeah. travel more yeah. for sure. Yeah, but, but it's also good to be. The like thing is, you don't want to know more, worldly like, person. Because I don't. don't. I, I don't. I yeah. personally don't want to know more. Like, because it's gonna change my view yeah. of things, and yeah. I might not be that innocent Sean that you guys once knew. You yeah. know. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. maybe that is like the meaning, though. Is like consistent looking into yeah. all this stuff. I don't know, man. There's we can go a, on and talk about this for hours. Yeah. Man. Well, we had uh, the most recent episode we just released uh, would have been this well, morning. We, the, well, the one we, yeah. By yeah. the time people are hearing this, it'll be two weeks old. Two but, weeks old. Uh, yeah. And it's funny you're saying like just kind of creation and stuff because uh, we just had a, a friend on who's a pastor. And cool. And we sort of st- talked about that. And it was a really good conversation. And, nice. Uh, and then obvi- I guess, well, obviously in a way, uh, the conversation was more tilted towards like, well, religion god spirituality sort of thing right so but he he's a very uh if you're interested in that stuff i would maybe recommend i love talking about religion yeah yeah. like i was sitting like this like (laughs) yeah 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 and he's a very uh approachable open guy about it where he'll kind of have a conversation about you he's like not here to be like the Lord repents upon yeah. thee. Like he'll just kind no. of chat about it. Ask yeah. him like some really dumb questions yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. just like totally fine with answering oh, yeah. them. That's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. I think religion's super interesting. Yeah. I don't believe, like I'm not religious just because I haven't. It's not like, oh, I don't like religion. I choose to be not religious. I just, it's never really um, occurred to me in my life. Prevalent. Or yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. but I think it's so cool how people who are religious can get through like the shittiest of days and be perfectly fine because they know there is a, greater being like watching them i think that's really cool when you're able to have like a shit day mm-hmm. and if i had the same shit day i'd be like so down and just so <laughs> mad yeah but yeah, the other yeah. person's okay because they believe in something greater than themselves like that's pretty cool yeah mm-hmm. that's very true i don't know i think inherently i would say i'm spiritual but not yeah religious or anything like that i don't know man i've said i don't know a lot on the yeah, last I podcast it was, know either. it was it was a lot of you know i'm very I'm very open to talking about any of that sort of thing because totally. I think having that conversation is what m- more people need to be doing mm-hmm. instead of saying, I know everything. Oh, I hate people like yeah. that. Yeah. And there's a lot of that. Oh my right? God. There's, there's so, much. so much of that. I think any truly smart person knows how much they don't know. And yeah. that's kind of what makes them smart and mm-hmm. often good at 
knowing they need to use other people's expertise or skills or yeah, advice. Right? Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I could go on and on about people like that. But <laughs> I won't. Cause then I'll just sound like, I'll sound like one of them after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, no, I hear what you guys are saying. It's, it's I think it's just always just have an open mind, you know, for sure. Like everybody's perspective is shaped by, the entire life mm-hmm. up to the day that you met that person. Yeah. So yeah. you can't really judge somebody based on them in yeah. the moment. When someone takes your parking spot at the grocery store or whatever, it's natural to be like, what a prick. Yeah. But you know, that person has a whole childhood and experiences and yeah. et cetera. Right? We are the so. worst for doing that. Like we are so judgmental. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, for sure. maybe I can't speak for you guys, but I'm like, I'm super judgmental. Um, I hate it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like compared yeah. to, the, compared to other people, I don't know how judgmental I am, but I personally think I'm quite judgmental. That's an interesting thing. Cause you can only know your own mind yeah. for sure. Right. So like, you know, when I meet someone, yeah. I already yeah. have an opinion about them, but yeah. I don't even know them. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. my opinion is always wrong. My first impression is always wrong. Even if it's <laughs> like a girl, yeah. like I'll look at this girl and I'll like judge her and like, uh, you know, the way, like how she acts or even based mm-hmm. off her Instagram, I'll be like, Oh, based off her Instagram, um, <laughs> what she wears, yeah, I'm going to yeah, judge yeah. her like this. Right. But 10, like nine times out of 10, you're usually wrong. Like the mm-hmm. person's usually a decent human being. And yeah. 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 Most people are good ish at the very least. Right. That's the thing. Well, yeah. and then, you know, not <laughs> to, to go real tinfoil hat, you know, when you watch the news <laughs> and it's a lot of ne- negativity and stuff. Yeah. Well, the other 99% of the population is, relatively good people trying to get through their days yeah and the news is so biased like they just put on excuse me like who knows like is is the news controlled by them like you know the lizard people people? (laughs) who knows yeah the reptilians Uh, like you never know could be (laughs) well i mean there's there's yeah you turn on the news and everybody's dying and there's but as fucked up as it sounds like that's what we like to see yeah we love seeing that stuff yeah i go outside though i don't know birds are chirping sun is shining Mm-hmm. so yeah uh, i don't really an watch too much thing news. to say but yeah at the same time, i don't watch too much news yeah that's for neither. sure yeah it's a lot of i try to keep the negativity out of my life Just, yeah yeah again my nice little bubble not exactly negativity coming in here right so i mean yeah. if the news like showed all the stuff that's going on in like third world countries and all the terrible things that are being done i think it'd be pretty depressing to watch the news mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, i agree I agree. I, uh, oh man, I had a good thought a minute ago, <laughs> but I totally lost it. That's what doing a podcast does too. It's like, yeah. I had this amazing idea, yeah. but then you can also just ramble. I know. Endlessly. I usually like count like ideas on my fingers. The- <laughs> I count ideas on my fingers and then yeah. I just like hold them under the table. I'm like, I got to say these two points. Yeah. yeah. That's actually very smart. And I have gotten better at <laughs> whenever we're sitting around talking with friends and you're like, Oh, how the hell did we start talking about, cheese sandwiches and then you're yeah like, oh well we were talking about this and this and this. like you follow the yeah. conversation a lot better yeah but even so right so <laughs> yeah, i'll just be sitting here with my fingers on the table i'm not that's funny not making that's any clever. gang signs or anything yeah. i'm actually like, <laughs> like there's two things i like say. umpire signaling to each other <laughs> over here <laughs> yeah <laughs> like when you guys like look at each other it's like alright you talk now <laughs> I got nothing what do you have <laughs> you know it, keep this going <laughs> you haven't found it but uh, I'll grab a drink of water when I have nothing to say <laughs> it'll just be like it's on Thomas you bro turn. it's on yeah. you yeah. Well, it's a, I also it's a fine line of 
maybe I have something to say, but do you have something better to add? For sure. Or always. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm or I also try not to interrupt you too much because I, I don't know personally, because I also listen back to these and try to reflect and improve yeah. myself on it. And sometimes I fight, at least in my opinion, I overpower sometimes. Yeah. I feel like I do yeah. that too. And yeah. I, I don't mean to be a dick, yeah. but it just guests happens. are allowed to overpower. Oh yeah. <laughs> guests by all means. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Please overpower away. Yeah. yeah. So, we yeah. try not to overpower the guests is yeah, what we try yeah, to do. Enough. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Even like um, saying like, yeah, and uh, uh-huh, during the, like when you're talking, I've even almost stopped doing that sort of thing. Oh really? Yeah. See, I do that because for audio listeners, it's kind of, kind of shows that I'm in the conversation. Oh, okay. Not gotcha. just Sean's talking and I'm over <laughs> here on my Sean's phone. Sean's talking and I went to the bathroom. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's the thing I really admire from people too, who are able to public speak or just speak without saying a lot of ums or mm-hmm. like, um, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, like is a big one that I've been yeah. working on quite a bit. The word um, I, think we're doing I use well. a yeah. fuck ton. Even yeah. even now, like I ca- I'll catch myself saying um, and I'm mm-hmm. just like fuck, man. Like you need to stop saying that. <laughs> stop I think saying it's it, so um, tough. Uh, like yeah. yeah, speaking complete sentences without saying um or like, and mm-hmm. to have it flow. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's also because you're formulating thoughts exactly. as you're speaking, right? That's true. So, yeah. yeah. Are some, you are you a decent public speaker? Because I've seen you've done some no, public speaking. No, I events. fucking suck at public really? speaking. Huh. I think so. <laughs> but I'm very hard on myself. Um, yeah, yeah. I've always been hard on myself. I'm yeah. never happy with it. Anyways, that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> but public speaking, like the only public speaking I've ever really done is um, like school related stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's not really public speaking. I did that uh, podcast with Kenny. Yeah. At, uh, I was going to say. Yeah. That, was, uh, that was actually pretty terrifying because I really? had this crazy cough. Um, so I get this cough sometimes where... After I get sick, I just have this cough that lingers, and hmm. it's a dry cough, but sometimes I get this crazy tickle in my throat mm-hmm. that constantly makes me cough and cough and cough, and sometimes I just cough so hard that I'll throw up, and it's <laughs> oh, like God. super awkward, <laughs> and it's super embarrassing. Like I've done it, yeah. It's sorry to laugh for your miss. <laughs> no, it's, you know it I mean? is hilarious. I'm like, just picturing in my mind yeah. you doing that in front of everyone. Yeah, yeah. I see so, where the story is going. <laughs> so I was just like, "Fuck! I have to do this public, like, I have to do this podcast with these guys in front of people." Yeah. Um, I wasn't nervous about it. I was just nervous about my cough and the potential of me throwing right, up. Because right. there are times where I'll be driving and I'll just be coughing, coughing, and I'll have to stop in the middle of the road and just throw up and continue driving. Oh, it was just like so awkward too. What? What? And there are times where I was sick and I was at the rack and I just throw up under the table and I get kicked <laughs> out by the bouncer because they thought I was just hammered. But it's like no, I was just like coughing so much that I had to throw up. I was gonna say you're probably not the first person that's done yeah. that <laughs> or use that excuse. Yeah. No man, it's this <laughs> weird coughing go. thing I have. Use yeah. the excuse. <laughs> and they're like, no, get out of there. But yeah. those are true times like where I've thrown up. So um i was worried i was like fuck i have to do this podcast <laughs> uh, i told kenny too ahead of time like hey man like can we do it behind a door so like if i have to throw up i can just quickly throw up and like, it's so run. awkward looking yeah. too you just you know i'm talking oh sorry one moment guys i'm just fucking hacking up a lung and just puking <laughs> <Yeah>. everywhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh boy but uh <laughs> back to public speaking yeah i haven't done too much of it but it I wasn't think... an issue though right At no the, luckily no. um it's weird. Like when I, when I have this cough, if I'm working out, it doesn't kick in as long as like my body's engaged in doing something or I'm, hmm. I'm speaking quite a bit or hmm. it just, it doesn't react. I don't know. It's so weird. I've tried everything. Like that's, I've, yeah, that's super weird. Get rid of it. 
and my friends were always like, man, you should see like a cough specialist. Like I've seen a cough specialist hmm. where they put me in a, like a tube and they have like a long pipe and they want you to like, you know, breathe in and breathe out. And yeah, no one can really figure out what it is. So. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's super weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I, huh. I was laughing because just because I could picture, picture that happening like, <laughs> yeah. in front of a bunch like, of people. <laughs> yeah. So I started milk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and people were just like, wow, this guy's so nervous. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Exactly. He's just so nervous. <laughs> He's so <Exactly>. nervous. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not it. Yeah. That's but really funny. I think public speaking is one of those things where you just need to practice to get better at it. Oh, yeah. For um, sure. It's, I think it has to do, it's like a confidence thing. It also has to do with the fact if you think you're going to fuck up, then you start fucking up yeah so i was pretty nervous when i was doing the public speaking but as soon as it was my turn to talk um it just came pretty naturally sure but uh still working on not saying ums and likes definitely for example justin trudeau i cannot stand him talking <laughs> like i don't even care about his politics or like the blackface thing like that's another story but okay. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah when he talks it's so awful like he'll say oh, um so yeah, um yeah, yeah. Like, you should start you, a podcast yeah how do you hold a conversation with someone like how do you listen to someone like that yeah or like i had this yeah. prof at the u of a i think everyone knows this prof like susan camp oh yeah camp. she was the worst public speaker like <laughs> when she taught when she taught lectures she would always be like um um and it's uh, like, ah, actually like, that was her like signature thing where she yeah was, Especially, well, I guess you don't know who she is. But don't she, know. Yeah. She has a very distinct voice and then would say, um, very loudly. But she was also, you know, lecture hall of like 300 kids. Yeah. Has the mic on like fucking cranked as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, but, yeah. That yeah, was, so uh, much that respect funny. to people who... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. No, sh- kudos to people who can do it. For sure. Right? But, yeah. uh, don't go listen to the first 12 episodes of ours. Cause oh, was, I'm definitely going to. a bunch of like, um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> were you guys pretty nervous like the first time i wouldn't say nerves nervous. it was yeah. just the ability to talk coherently in this platform gotcha which i yeah i wouldn't call it nerves it's more of an experience thing do you see I how think. he did that though how yeah he slowly paused yeah. Yeah. yeah we would have been umming and awing through that yeah yeah beginning yeah. of the whole exactly. thing gotcha. like, so and then as you're saying if you anytime you're tempted to say um or like but you just pause for a second and collect your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I find you fa- sound a little more intelligent. And oh, yeah. when, you're, when you're speaking, <laughs> it feels like long pauses. Yeah, exactly. But when you listen back to it, it's microseconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No or, one would notice, right? Or sometimes so, you just talk too fast. Yeah. Like whether you yeah, have a lot yeah. of information to blow up or you... Exactly. Most people play these at 1.5 speed anyway, so... Yeah. Really? Is that actually a thing? I don't know. I do. I, I, know. I can't do that. I can't really? do it because it sounds too chipmunkish. Like yeah. I, really? I listen to podcasts uh, normal. I don't really... The only podcast I listen to quite a bit is um, How I Built This by Guy Raz. I think I told you guys I about it. I think you're the yeah, second yeah. person that's... Or maybe you suggested that. Maybe oh, it was yeah. just the first time we... Did. I think so. No, I specifically remember that. I've only listened to one episode of... And it was the guy who made Five Hour Energy. But it was cool. actually really interesting. It's interesting, yeah. hey? Yeah. Yeah, they have hmm. a lot of great guests on, like, the person who started Lululemon. Okay. Um, right. Instagram, yep. Airbnb. Yeah. Um, it's like spin cycle or whatever soul soul cycle. Soul cycle. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of cool yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be a good one for sure. Mm-hmm. What's soul cycle? No, it's like the I'm first cycle the bar in oh, okay. New York. Okay. Yeah. Ew, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like DoorDash. A, yeah. DoorDash. Yeah. yeah. Like a spin spin class. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they were the first ones to really like elevate it to all these spin cycles now. What it is nice. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm going to definitely have to listen to that one for sure. Mm -hmm. Actually, when we listen, when I listen to us though, we speak slow enough that it's not like that. It's not chipmunkish. It actually sounds. It works well. It works okay. Oh, really? I, I, I don't know. I just can't do it. I can't listen to Joe Rogan at regular speed because he actually speaks way too slow. Yeah, because he's oh, really? always on something. Yeah, he's, he, like, so he's always chill. he's formulating his thoughts yeah. and he's just speaking so really? slowly. But that's, I don't know. Yeah. I think maybe because like you're yeah. used to listening at 2x speed. Maybe. I listen that, to audiobooks yeah, like, at oh 2x God. speed. And, yeah. 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 Oh, so, I mean, you can, get, you can get so much more done Fair enough. at 2x speed. Yeah. You're not absorbing it, man. I can listen to two podcasts when you can listen to one. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that's the thing, too. Everyone's still saying, like, oh, you got to read books. You have to read books. Mm-hmm. Reading, reading, reading. But it's, like, is reading... I personally find myself getting more distracted while I read versus when I listen. Like, if I listen to someone, I think I can retain the information easier. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I read, I'm just, like, I'm kind of reading the next sentence because I'm, like, tired of reading yeah. it. Yeah. Or... Uh, when you start thinking about something yeah, and then you've read a whole page and you're like, what the hell did I just read? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Re- uh, reading's almost meditative in that you yeah. have to be in the moment focused, mm-hmm. really focused I, on it. I do think reading's good. I know. And then for all of us having some level of experience in the entrepreneurship community or whatever, mm-hmm. right. One thing hearkened there a lot is read, 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 read. Yeah. But there comes a point where okay, you've read about it. You need to actually go do something eventually. Mm-hmm. And if you've read a lot, you've probably read a fair amount of business books or listened to them. They kind of start to he's maybe like, not. He's like, nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, well, good for you. But because uh, I've read a lot of those, but then they yeah. also repeat themselves after a while. Yeah. Or, it, or you kind of, re- I came to the realization, okay, there's not too much secret sauce here. And that's yeah. why these guys start to say the same things after a while, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. I haven't read... In a long time, because I've Me just neither. been I'm, I, audio. And I would like to get back into reading, or at least doing audiobooks. Yeah. Just because, I don't know, it's a good way to get it in you sort of thing. Yeah. But I just listen to a lot of podcasts, so. Totally. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's hard now to like, actually have time to sit down and actually fucking mm-hmm. read. I'm but completely I, opposite, you guys. No? But I do think it is good to sit totally. and read. But I just, I, I used to be, I used to read, a sh- like I had a couple, a few years ago, I would read like 30, 40 books in a year sort Damn. of thing. Yeah. But now it's it's zero. a bad it's a bad <laughs> so, year if I don't read fifty books. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's good. That's a good habit. I mean, when I say that, I'm probably just don't appreciate reading enough to allocate time to it. You know what the secret is? Is reading the old books. Yeah. Like don't read all the brand new shit that's coming out. Read yeah. the stuff that's like tried and true from mm-hmm. thirty to forty years ago. You mm-hmm. get all the lessons that all these new authors just read the book and regurgitated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then there's also like that old stuff might not work at this age. No, though, no, no. You there's know? U- there's universal concepts though. Yeah, yeah totally. Right? So like philosophy, that all of that is universal concept. Yeah. It's human nature. Totally. So until human nature is no longer, yeah, it's a universal. Like, have concept. you read the Art of War? Yes. So like that's yeah. one. Yes. Um, yeah, that's a good one. But also, I read Sun Tzu. Sun but Tzu, then yeah. it also talks about. Uh, the specifics of how much gold you need because an army based on X amount of soldiers will consume X gold per day. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess this is helpful to someone <laughs> somewhere, but not <laughs> Employees, <laughs> bro. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're totally right, yeah, Josh. Yeah. It's like, it's the uh, it's the values that mm-hmm. they teach yeah. and those will never go away. I, get, I got into reading uh, biographies and autobiographies of famous businessmen and stuff but like, just yeah. kind of to hear the story and stuff I, I really enjoy that 
yeah. part of it, right? So. I don't like business books in a sense where I think like it's it has to be the right author and the right person mm-hmm, with the business mm-hmm. book because a lot of go it, read Shoe Dog, Shoe Dog, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Knight. Nike. Okay. Founder oh, yeah, Nike. Yeah. Really oh, good. my friend Danny has been reading that. Yeah. yeah. Would recommend. Really yeah. good. Would recommend. For sure. And I actually really enjoyed uh, Grind It Out, which was, uh, it was a book by Ray Kroc about how he started McDonald's. Oh, but, okay. Uh, that movie was good. Yeah. It, the founder. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, the movie was actually based on it, yeah. more or less, because it's an autobiography, but it was also written in, I want to say 19, around 1980, yeah. right? Because he died in like 1988, I want to say. Yeah. But it was, McDonald's was quite large. Obviously, at that time, because yeah. it started however long. Do you think that guy's like. a good guy? Like, after the movie, the, like, it's he, heart. The movie made him look, well, like obviously, villain. history uh, history is written by the victor or whatever, because the autobiography is his point of view. So he's yeah. the good guy in it, but he was kind of a bit of a notorious businessman in yeah. a way, right? Mm-hmm. But also, he was trying to grow that company, and then Those the, guys. the McDonald's brothers wanted to just mom and pops their, kind of thing one shop pop, their yeah. one shop they lived down the street yeah their yeah. parents lived the other direction down the street or whatever the mm-hmm. hell it was and they just wanted to work there sort of thing yeah so, and then he kind of said forget it at a few points and just kind of did his own thing and stuff and, and it's yeah. pretty cool yeah. what he said like in the movie where it was just like why do you think mcdonald's uh was so successful compared to all the other companies and he said like the big emphasis was on the name like mcdonald's huh um, I think that was one part of the movie. It's like, no one wants, cause what was his name? Croc, right? Ray yeah. Croc. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, no one wants to go to a burger like place called like Crocs, Croc or Crocs or something. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Crocs. Yeah. That's what, that's Crocs. what he said. But, uh, <laughs> McDonald's like, it's so, it really is so American McDonald's when you no. think about it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It does. Yeah. The name is inviting in itself mm-hmm. for sure. And it was really so. cool how like they made their money through like real estate. I real didn't know estate. That. That's yeah. why they're so wealthy as a group. Yeah. Well, and why Linwood McDonald's was like torn down and shit because they own the land, right? Yeah, so and they that's can just why rebuild so it. Wealthy, yeah. Right? So, yeah. yeah. But what about like A&W, Burger King? Because they must have the same business model, hey? Like, I don't know. I don't. Well, I know because A&W's big thing is the small town market. That's actually where oh, they get a decent cool. bit of it because cause Tim Hortons, for example, will only go into towns and McDonald's has relatively similar criteria where there's a certain population within X radius around it. Okay. Mm. So that's why if you like anytime you're driving through Alberta in some smallish town or whatever, guaranteed A and W subway, nice. nothing else. That's right? true. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. So that's yeah. kind of part of the, how they've yeah. carved it out. Right. So as for owning hmm. the land, I, I, I don't know, but W though, great burgers. Oh yeah. Probably Excellent burgers. My favorite, and I would say my favorite for sure. I can't like I love McDonald's. Don't get me wrong; they Wendy's taste delicious. Yeah. Wendy's, Wendy's. Really? I don't really uh, like I'm so Wendy's sick burgers. of Wendy's. Yeah, because yeah. in know. university I always had like their JBCs or their. JBCs. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. was like, fuck. I had a Baconator the other day. I say the other day. This was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I remember these being so great, and I just yeah. died after. Yeah, I honestly. I definitely feel shitty after eating it, but I do enjoy McDonald's. For Lock sure. me up, right? But uh, yeah. I know it's bad for me. I know it's processed food, blah, blah, blah. But I do actually like it, right? Like, I, just, so, I don't know yeah. what I'm eating when I'm eating McDonald's. That's, That's what worries me. It tastes yeah. so yeah. good, But though. it tastes yeah. so taste good. good. Yeah. With A&W, though... Remember what I said about ignorance is bliss a little while? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to know, bro. But, <laughs> you don't even look into that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like with A&W, you can... I feel like it would still fall under like real food versus if I eat McDonald's, mm-hmm. it's not real mm-hmm. food. You, you know, know what, what I mean? I, I think 
real that, food. At least, <laughs> uh, rich you know, Piana. Are you a Rich Piana fan? Do you know who that is? No, Rich oh, Piana. He's a bodybuilder. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a dude with the, like the makeup, right? And uh, yes, black yes, hair. Yes, he's yes, dead yes. now. He, yeah, he he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, Rest that was peace, that was but, a uh, that was a shout out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, shit, what was it? Oh, at least with A and W, that's how they've certainly presented themselves. Yeah, focused of no steroids and yada yeah. yada yada. So. Oh, you can taste it though. Like it, I feel the, like you can taste it. Their burgers do taste. They do taste less yeah. processed. Yeah. Right? I can like I don't care about the steroids, but I just feel like McDonald's. There's like, there's there must be some chemicals or there must be cardboard oh, in there. Like, <laughs> LSD. Yeah, like there's something not as yeah, natural yeah, as a yeah. teen burger. My I heard uh, something funny about because you know how all the um those like Beyond Meat those companies are going into those uh, chains like Tim Hortons yeah. and W or whatever. They're actually already pulling out of I want to say Tim Hortons. Really? Because like Tim nobody Hortons? wants it. I still haven't tasted a Beyond Meat burger. I've heard interesting I stuff. I tried one once. Just it tastes the same. Yeah. The, the thing is, is that, and the criticism of it is, because um, it's sort of marketed as a healthier alternative, but yeah. it's not. It still has nitrates. It's, just, it's still processed. It's yeah. just the production thing. Right. No animals so, were killed in the yeah. yeah. This past. It is literally yeah. the exact. Like if you look at the nutrition cr- criteria, it's either the same, same or slightly worse than real meat. Yeah. yeah. For so, which is like yeah you know well, you then, gotta shrug also, your shoulders of that one supposedly mm-hmm. the whole th- and i'm not super well researched on this so maybe i'm wrong but um the idea that cow farts are contributing to global warming cow meth- farts yeah like uh methane, methane. oh cool yeah from, like, from <laughs> oh cool <laughs> there, there there's kind of a notion out there that yeah. cow like beef and cattle contribute a huge amount to uh global warming oh for sure yeah but supposedly that's not quite as extreme as it's been picked on or something yeah also know, but could be wrong if you feed the, this goes back to the this oh, conversations right. are this cyclical this is where it goes conversations are cyclical if you feed them the right shit like grass instead of corn and stuff yeah that do, that's not a problem for sure yeah i so, believe that so if you have animals eating the right food they're better for us yeah they're better for the for planet the but no one fucking cares. You know, I know. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, do yeah. though. No one cares about their bodies. We do, but it's yeah. like, because <sighs> I mean, you don't you want do... me talking about obesity now. Like, that's, well, you do yeah. natural, like you do uh, locally sourced stuff for meal craft, right? Yeah, we don't have everything locally sourced, but okay. we try to locally. Like our ground beef can. is locally sourced, yeah. right? Um, from a farm just right yeah. outside of Pinoka. Are you? You don't have locally sourced shrimp? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from the North Saskatchewan <laughs> River. Are they radioactive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, but that's the thing. Like no one really cares there's so many people who are obese who are fat they just nowadays i feel like no one cares about their bodies or they just Hmm. or a large portion don't yeah a large portion yeah yeah, a large portion well it's just access to that it's easy yeah yeah Mm -hmm. humans take the path of least resistance i think Mm -hmm. in a lot of cases and i think it's probably hurt us a lot more than it's helped us yeah but it's it sucks because your mind is programmed to do what is easy. it is an it's evolutionary easiest. thing yeah. to make shortcuts right yeah so yeah like Especially whatever mentally. triggers like the a desire or like a something like a happy response your mind will always be like you have to do that yeah. that's why i think like going back to david goggins is it's so refreshing listening to him talk because a he's done it he's he's put himself through that pain mm-hmm. and through that suffering mm-hmm. through right. that Versus, you know, a personal trainer who's obese and is trying to personal train you. That like, no, don't get that me makes started. you so mad. Like <laughs> on people like that who are, who are teachers who preach things, but they don't do it themselves. It's like, yeah. There was one gym I used to work out at that I won't 
rename, but I felt like none of the trainers there were in good shape. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, wait. One of us is doing the right thing and one, and one of us isn't, <laughs> right? So he's someone, yeah. he and always, not like I'm a fitness expert. Though, yeah. But, still, but it's right? like, it, so. it doesn't even have to go to fitness. It's mm-hmm. like if, everything. Yeah. If you're trying to teach me how to snowboard, make money you online, better be a fucking pro, like very good snowboarding good snowboard, or yeah. why would I listen to you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or yeah, yeah, but everything is make like money online is the worst one. Yeah. Absolute worst one. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. No, oh, yeah. Make money online. Yeah. That's, <laughs> say hey guys i'm 18 and i just made three million dollars yeah. but the funny thing is ty lopez yeah, right? yeah. buy my course on... but he's uh well off like he, i think he so. is actually very wealthy yeah. for sure but it's also he's also a mensa he, member he he hacks he hawks a lot of crap now yeah right? like his weird yeah. it, it's it's very woo woo like feel good how i did it mm-hmm. guides but it's not the way he actually made his money was uh actually did you guys know about the guy in edmonton who um maybe i sh- i've shared this article sherwood park him. yeah the sherwood park guy yeah. who, jesse whatever uh, hell is jesse maybe? something and yeah. he uh he would have these websites that would micro charges that people didn't yeah. know they were signing up for and made yeah like he made a 300 million dollars or something ridiculous. yeah he got sued by oprah and yeah. things like that yeah, yeah. 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 But, my friends uh, know him i don't know okay. him personally yeah. but yeah. yeah but uh Ty Lopez did a very similar thing. And that's cool. actually how he, because he actually is very wealthy, but yeah. that was where he got a lot of his money. It was actually dating websites. And you would sign up to this free dating website or it was $6.99. Yeah. And you'd have like 8 million charges for like uh, 87 cents on yeah. your credit card. Yeah. Right? That technically you signed up for. Or whatever, yeah. So. See, that's smart though. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah, what they do is pretty shitty. It's, it's like, shady, man, but it's, it's shady, I mean, but hey, you, know, you can figure it out and people are dumb enough to do that. Are, then good well, for you. Don't read the terms and conditions. Yeah. You know uh, the South Park, uh, it's Human Centipad is the episode <laughs> with the Human Centipede one. I don't remember that oh, one, no. Well, the underlying pre- where they make a Human Centipede, but yeah. the front guy has, it, has an iPad. The underlying premise is that people don't read the terms and conditions. So oh, what, yeah, yeah. They're like, when they get trapped into that or whatever, they're like, well, you actually signed up for it. It's in the Apple terms and conditions. <laughs> That's right? funny. So, it's oh, true, 100%. though. Like, yeah. They're not like I don't know anyone that reads the terms and conditions of anything big check mark off. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's about fucking fifty pages. Yeah, yeah right? like what? Well, like fuck. I that. mean, like, like I'm not reading that, but I know there's some. Yeah. Did you know actually in the Apple one they tell you they the health recommendation is to use a headset when you talk on the phone, not to hold it up to your head. Really? Due to the frequencies and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, see, I mean, we're all getting Granted, fucked up every day. Over. Oh, yeah. There's so much, <laughs> There's so much crap in the air around you. Yeah. It's like, yeah, right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. what can you do? Again, don't look into it too much. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know um, any about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah awesome. it sucks. Cool. Like, who knows how long you're going to live, you know, yeah. when all this stuff is affecting. Yeah, yeah. But then again, like, who knows, like, how um, strong, the, like, your human body is, like, when you talk about like going back to Goggins, he talks about the mind always gives up first mm-hmm. before the body. And like yeah. anything yeah. you do, like you think about workout, you think about the hardest workouts you've done where you're just dying and you're just panting and you just mm-hmm. want to, mm-hmm. yeah, just die. It's always your mind screaming like, okay, what are you doing? Like stop, like yeah, enough, yeah. enough, enough. But your body could physically. Yeah. But your body further. can keep going. Yeah. If you can control your mind and that's, 
that's why I really like Goggins because like what he talks about, like he doesn't even care if you buy the book. Like he says it all the time. Like I don't care if you buy my book, but this is like this is the real stuff. I'm not trying to sell you on mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, you should buy his book though. By the way. Yeah, I have the it audio book. Audio book. Very good. But very good. Have you listened to it? Yeah, I'm like five hours in, so I haven't oh, done sorry. most of it yet. Does but... he read it himself, or is it? A... No, it's another guy who reads it. Oh, okay. And then is so the he... guy like good though? I guess. Yeah, I, I think he's good. Because yeah. I I don't know. I sort of like. When Goggins, yeah. When, or, well, when someone reads their own totally. book, the audio yeah. book, I like that. It works, though, because, like, the guy will read it, and then after each chapter, um, they'll talk about it. So okay. Goggins will talk with him about... Oh, really? I yeah. remember him saying that he was doing yeah. that. Yeah. So that's why I decided to get the audio book instead of reading the book itself. Fair enough. Because it's, a, it's a different concept, yeah. so yeah. you kind of get his point of view of it after. That's cool. Did mm-hmm. you know what... Uh, but speaking on that note... Uh, there's actually audiobooks out there of Stephen King books where cool. it's Stephen King reading it, but people say it's the worst thing ever because it's just him sitting there reading it, talking like this. Yeah. Because when you read a fiction book and there's different characters, you kind of need different voices. Totally. Just... Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So <laughs> that would be I don't know. It's terrible. Kind of, I heard that and it was kind of funny just to think about. I'm like, yeah, that, <laughs> that would suck. Ray Dalio did a book called Principles, and it's essentially his path to how he founded. Uh, the hedge fund that he created and all that, and uh, he reads it himself, and he actually like gets emotional and stuff at times, and it's cool. it's, it's really oh, cool. Oh, he did like oh, kind yeah. of first cut sort of thing. Oh right? yeah, like yeah. like he actually like Sick. you you can hear like the so pain or... the pain yeah. in him. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, it's actually insane. Nice. It's a good like book. That. It's so. always refreshing when you listen to something real. Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. Like this podcast, this like the long scripted. and hard podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> we just walked in, we started Realistic. talking. So. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Right. Yeah, there's no no notes whatsoever. No notes. Yeah. yeah, I was you, thinking that too. I was like, should I come in and like take note, like bring God, notes, or like no. God, so, no. we would ask you to leave. If you did, <laughs> I have my book out. All right, guys, what topic am I speaking on? <laughs> Oh, I mean, good. maybe we would actually be better to do that because then we can make <laughs> notes and like actually say what we wanted to say. <laughs> it wouldn't be terrible to at least have a notepad to jot down, like, yeah. you know, to hold in your fingers for an idea. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I don't know. I do enjoy the flowy conversation. Yeah. The realness. Sort of thing, right? The so, realness. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, bro. But on that cheery note, we're at about two, two hours. hours. Should we wow. call that? Yeah. That was two hours. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. That went by <laughs> pretty fast. So, Sean, where can people find you online? Yeah, so you guys and or your want to oh find me personally. Yeah. Everything. Whatever oh. you want to share. Where do you live? No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> Sixteen digits on the front of your credit card and the three numbers on the back. <laughs> well, I don't really post much of myself on my personal page. I kind of feel like I should sometimes, but then it kind of contradicts to what I hate about Instagram. So I always tell, I'm always like, no, I don't need yeah, to. Yeah. But Fair I enough. mean Mealcraft, you can find us on Instagram. It's just Mealcraft, Mealcraft with a K. A lot of people always butcher the name, and it really makes me sad. Like they'll be <laughs> they'll be meal space craft or meal craft with a C, but yeah, meal craft with a K. Um, if you guys want meal prep there? Just um, give us a shout on through DM things like that. Also, our dog food company that is launching. Um, yeah, I mean we don't have a lot out yet. We're still launching, but you can always just reach out to me on my email, or you can just email info at wolfly.ca. And that's uh, how you can learn more how about do you spell that. W O O F L Y. So when we made that name, we were worried. Okay, when if I wrote Woofly in front of you, how would you like read Woofly. it? Woofly. Woofly. Right? Maybe Woof. Woofly, right? I d- yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe Woofly. If I had no yeah. idea yeah. what it was. Like, gotcha. if, actually, 
kind of so like let's pretend it's an ad like yeah, Ru- a like runescape is runescape okay runescape yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. but uh contextually so if you had an if i saw the name just written yeah i wouldn't know actually you might write read woo fly because maybe it's an you would think uh it's like an airline or something yeah maybe yeah, it's yeah. a marketing but company. if it was yeah. contextually where it's a the dog. w is yeah. capitalized only the w yeah. and there's a dog with it then you would yeah. probably psychologically okay think cool Woof. Because we were worried, like, fuck, man, people are going to think Woo Fly. Only if you saw the name, nothing else, and didn't know what it was, maybe. Assuming all your ads are going to have dogs with them, yeah. Woo Fly sounds exciting. Woo Fly is pretty cool, too. There you go. It's literally win win. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's mulecraft.ca or .com? Yeah, .ca for both of them. Rumor has it you're sponsoring some podcast yeah, in the city of Edmonton. Can have a yeah, special discount. Absolutely, guys. We'll figure so. that out and we'll do an ad read post production. Okay, <laughs> cool. I'm like, oh fuck, what's the code again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. Okay. So go well, check thanks Sean out and Sean thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for yeah, joining thanks for us, listening, Sean. Guys. Appreciate it. That was great. It's very long and hard this October. So to get you through the month, we have a very special offer from our sponsor. Mealcraft. Mealcraft is your meal delivery service in Edmonton that gives you affordable, healthy, and never frozen meals right to your doorstep. I am literally reading this right off my phone right now. You're busy and Mealcraft understands that. Getting in three good meals a day is hard enough, let alone healthy ones, especially on a very long and hard October because I know we are having a very difficult time right now. Yes, it's depressing. It's long. It's and it's hard. hard. But Mealcraft makes it so much brighter because whatever lifestyle you have, Mealcraft has the meals to fuel you and get you through your day. They have flexible packages to suit your needs. Check out their new menu items. Uh, You said XYZ and ABC. (laughs) Whoops, didn't update that. That's okay. Better yet, long and hard listeners get 25% off their first order today with the promo code long. N hard, that's N 25. So that's L O N G, the letter N H A R D 25. And go get your first order of Mealcraft today. Check them out. It's mealcraft.ca, craft with a K. Yeah, boy. Now, 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 wait just a minute. Before you go, just a sincere thank you for listening to the show. You can find new episodes of the Long and Hard Podcast every Wednesday morning about 9 a.m.-ish, give or take. Don't hold me to that. Uh, we really appreciate your you subscribing. If your podcast platform allows you to leave a review, please leave us a kind review if you've enjoyed the content here. Uh, just a reminder, Long and Hard Podcast, uh, you can also find our other shows, other channels, uh, the Millennial Homeowner Podcast hosted by me and the Invictus Podcast hosted by Josh. If you head over to our website, longandhardpodcast.com and see our other shows there. Once again, a quick reminder that Thomas Harrington and Joshua Blaze are licensed real estate professionals in the province of Alberta and any discussions here involving real estate are not intended to solicit buyers or sellers under contract. And just a friendly reminder, hey, this is a conversation. This show is not intended to be legal or professional or medical or any other kind of 
specific advice, please consult a relevant professional in said area before acting on anything or any ideas you might get here. Thanks for listening, as always, and we'll see you next week. Peace.